Hi friends! Welcome to Nature Checks Arctic Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. Hi, I'm Cheryl, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the dungeon master for this campaign. It's episode 55, we've been doing this a while. Um, I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Uh, next there's Ryan. Hello, I'm Ryan. I am a horticulturalist, entomologist, uh, native plant enthusiast in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, where I currently work uh, in the medical cannabis field doing uh, plant, plant health care. And in our game, I play Fletcher the Human Wizard, and we both use he, him pronouns. Next, there's Nancy. Hi, everyone. My name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs, and I live... <laughs> I live in Quito, Ecuador, and if you are interested in looking at all the beautiful insects, this beautiful country, you can come visit. Um, I play a human-ish woman. She's a rogue. Her name is Kay, and her pronouns are she. <laughs> Back on that. Okay. Uh, next, there's Peter. Uh, everyone, my name is Peter. I do... Uh, agricultural entomology and horticulture as my job. And when I'm not doing that, I take pictures of things and I post those on the internet. And then when I'm not doing that, I play Dungeons and Dragons. Here, where I play Cedric, the dwarf cleric, everybody's favorite character, uh, and both he and I use the pronouns. <laughs> and then there's Cindy. That was shocking. We Ooh! <laughs> Been practicing. Cindy has decided that this evening Nadia is a trash-talking mermaid. Um, you know <laughs> that you can hang out with us in the Twitch chat. Uh, use your channel points to help the PCs or create chaos. And you can check the reference section down below for the social media handles for the whole Nature Check cast. And a link to our Discord um, where you should come and hang out because I posted some updated teaser maps of all the places that our friends have gone, and also a terrible-looking map of New Seychester, but it gives you the idea of the layout of the city. And uh, you can also see our streaming schedule down there in the reference section. Uh, you also know that you can find the video recordings of our games on our YouTube channel and the audio versions on all podcast platforms. Yeah, we're everywhere. Or we try to be everywhere. Yeah, we're on TikTok now. Yeah, we're on the TikTok. Oh, we are. I do the TikToks. I put up a video today. Yeah. We're on, we're on the TikTok. Um, <laughs> all right, let's make some new content, friends. <laughs> it's been almost two months since Fletcher, Cedric, and Kay set sail on the Gerladie and crossed the Cochreal River to land on the opposite shore where they met Nadia. While you'd promised to only be gone for a week, in the interim you've met Myconids, Knolls, Murium, Goblins, Thrycreen, Scorpion Folk, and Raptorans. You've overthrown a necromantic usurper, tangled with orcish religious fanatics, fought a morally reprehensible dwarf polluting the river, and pulled your friend's soul back from death. I'm sure you're exhausted, but you're not home yet. 
It is now mid-afternoon on Cordum, the 27th day of Bright Run, and you have sent Nadia flying across the river mouth with a hastily drawn map, some written instructions, and two letters. One for Captain Dawson Clark at the Tenebrian Naval Fort, and one for Kay's mother. <laughs> I feel like uh, we need to start with a description of what Nadia looks like as she's flying toward the harbor. Okay. <laughs> This is, I keep, I've just been trying to visualize this for the last week and every time and it's hilarious and nonsensical. Um, yeah, she's, she's sort of, she's staying a good bit above the water. Like, she's not like super skimming, but she's also really interested in not looking at all Okay. So I feel like, especially if the, the guards maybe caught sight of her before, she's going to sort of make an effort to sort of wave in a friendly way she passes them on the wall. Okay. Um, she... I guess we'll still have, like, her her pack with her as usual. Uh, and the, the... Her staff sort of tangled into it somehow in such a way that she doesn't have to hold it as she flies, but it also doesn't interfere with her wings. All of this is so Again, these are things I've put too much thought into, and what I've come up with, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so, yeah, she's sort of flying out around the walls, not making an effort to not be seen. Like, she kind of wants to be seen, but wants to look non-threatening, and will sort of land, I, I guess, because you said that the entrance is actually sort of inland a little bit, right? Yeah. So again, um, there's the fort is on this promontory of land, and then there's some wall, stone wall of the city, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. there's this harbor, and then you would, like, if you didn't want to just, like, fly up and over the wall or fly into the fort from the backside, you would go in through the harbor and then kind of, like, make a left and go kind of northwest through the city a bit to get to the front door of the fort, which is what Kay drew for you on this map. Okay, because she's definitely not going to just, like, hop the walls, because I feel like that would not go over well. So, yeah, I guess she'll sort of come into the harbor, and I guess once there's land, like, she will land and sort of walk towards that entrance, and definitely, like, make a point of having a note out in her hand uh, as she approaches the entrance. Okay, um, so you are landing, like, on the docks in the harbor, or are you, like, flying through the city and landing somewhere in the city? Probably either on the docks or, like, just, like, like the, the docks, like, that are right up on the land. So yeah. maybe not if there's something, like, sticking out, but, you know, sort of. So, like, in the, like, the U of the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... So you are following Kay's map and you land um, on the docks in this sort of view of the harbor and it is really kind of overwhelming. There are a lot of people, most of them taller than you by quite a bit, moving back and forth on the docks, carrying things, yelling. Um, there are a lot of ships uh, parked along the docks um, and yeah, so there's just like a lot of noise and movement, a lot of different smells because um, you haven't been in the city before, have you? You've no. seen it, but you haven't no, come here. No, she sort of took one look and noped right back out of there because it was big and noisy and not like any of the other sort of bits of civilization that are scattered around that are much more like just a little bit of infrastructure and mostly sort of leave the land alone. Yep. 
So, yes, like that giant fuck-off wall who's... <laughs> that alone was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't need to know what's going on in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if no one, like, stops her, she will continue walking toward that entrance. Um. Well, so as you land and there's all this hustle and bustle, because you've landed sort of, like, at the back of the curve, um, you wind up landing close to this little, like kiosk might be the wrong word, but like a little stand on the docks. Um, and there's um, a young-ish sort of mild-looking human man standing um, at this kiosk writing on a piece of paper. And next to it is um, a person like your size, deep brown skin, reddish blonde hair, curly and just sort of escaping from whatever style she's trying to keep it in, um, pointy ears, and very sharp teeth, weirdly. Um, and she sort of like looks up um, as you land and is like, what in the actual hell are you? So I was prepared for this. I'm just gonna end up <laughs> laughing through everything. Um, hi, hi, I'm a water method. My name is Nadia. Nice to meet you. N nice to meet you too. A a water method. What? What do you want? Uh, I have a message for Captain Clark. Clark. And she's like reading it off the. Yeah, Captain Clark. And 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 Kay's mom. Captain Clark, like Captain Dawson Clark at the fort. Yeah. Okay, that I can help you with. I guess you're really not here to cause mischief. I promise I'm not. I. I know I I can understand why you would think that, but my friends, uh, my friends are from here, but they're stuck on the other side of the river because they the, their boat, they had a boat, but then I think it got eaten, and then the thing that ate it tried to eat us. It pretended to be the boat. I don't know. We 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 killed it, but it it hurt a lot. <laughs> she she listens to all of that with kind of a concerned, confused expression and says, "Did you say K?" Yeah, we fixed the river. She sort of like ruffles through some papers on the desk and is like, uh-huh. Uh, Hudson, keep an eye on everything. And she's going to sort of like look at you and start marching off in a direction. I will follow. <laughs> okay. Um, so she's a gnome, but I don't know if Nadia would know what it is. I was is. just thinking, I'm not sure she ever would have run across gnomes before. Yeah, I didn't think so. There's a population here somewhere. All right, um, so she uh, leads you through to the city pretty wordlessly, but, like, if if you're following her and not, like, next to her, she's going to, like, pretty regularly check over her shoulder, kind of squinty at you as you walk. <laughs> are you doing anything, or are you just following her? Uh, I'm just following her and probably just looking around slightly terrified. Okay. <laughs> sort of hanging onto the bag and the note and just like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's fine. <clears throat> yeah, so she leads you away from the docks, and there are, as as you move, there are not as many people on, like, the streets. Like, the docks is a very sort of, like, congested area, because the, the wooden docks themselves are not that wide, but there are a lot of people mm -hmm. getting back and forth. Um, but she leads you um, kind of through an area with some really big, like, boxy-looking buildings. Um mm -hmm. 
And then through uh, a, a, just a short passage through an area with like some small sort of roughly built buildings. Um, and then you arrive at the big doors to what you assume is the fort because it's this big stone structure again. Um, big wooden doors, two guards standing in front with like pikes. And this gnome woman turns to you and is like, this is the place. Good luck. And she just like turns around and leaves. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't think I caught her name. Um, okay, and then I look at the guards and say hi. <laughs> um, so these two humans look at you and like <laughs> one of them is like hi. Uh, I mean, I have a message for Captain Clark. Oh, um, sure. Can I, like, hold it out? Uh, yeah, um, I can, I can take it if you want. Okay, well, uh, it's, I, we, we need help. My friends are stuck over on the other side of the river, and so this is, like, this is explaining that, but also, like, because I'll have to show, show you, like, where to find them, too. So I can come with, maybe? Or can we hear? So the one that hadn't spoken to you yet sort of, like, leans over... And says, <laughs> says, uh, I'll go get Collins. Just stay here. Okay, yeah, Collins is okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that name too. Okay, so, <laughs> so the guard goes inside and comes back a handful of minutes later with uh, another human. Lots and lots of humans in this city. And uh, he comes out and is like, uh, hello, you said you have a message for Captain Clark, but you needed to speak to someone? Yeah, so uh, my friends uh, crossed the river a while ago to fix the river, and we did it, but uh, the boat that they took over there uh, got eaten, I think, and now they can't get back across, and I need help to get them across, because I can fly and swim, but they, I mean, they can swim, but, like, they can't swim across the whole river, so they can't fly, that's the important thing, and they're stuck over there. Uh, sh sure. Also, um, I have a note for Kay's mom, and I hold up a second note. <laughs> uh, uh, um... Uh, I'll take the one for Captain Dawson Clark first, um, he says. Okay. And he sort of takes it, um, and opens it, and reads it, and is kind of like, because it was a K-dump, right? <laughs> it was a hasty So he sort of like... Signed, I signed my name at the bottom. Yes, you so did. So it says K-Prowl, so I mean, okay. it's legit. Yeah, so he like reads it over in some bewilderment, and sees the name at the bottom, and like looks back, well up from the paper down at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, I will be right back. Um, and then he sort of like whispers something to one of the guards. Um, you can make a perception check if you want to try oh, to hear. No. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I think that's 19. Okay. Um, so you can't make out exactly what he's saying, but you think you hear Kay's name in the mix. Okay, they know Kay. That's good. <laughs> All right. Um, that's why she wrote the note. So. <laughs> oh, my God. The whole city knows that Kay's been kidnapped by hooligans who took her into the jungle. <laughs> um, so after Collins leaves and goes back inside, um, the guard that originally spoke to you is like, uh, if you'd like, you can come wait in the foyer. Um, okay. And so he opens the door and sort of, like, follows you in and sort of stands in this, you know, big stone foyer area with you with the door closed. And it takes... If there's, if there's somewhere to sit, she will sit and fidget. Um, yeah, there are some chairs around. 
You can absolutely sit and fidget. While Collins is taking the note to Captain Dawson Clark, what are my friends who are lounging on the beach doing? <laughs> I assume uh, Kay is like thinking about all the ways that her mother is going to kill her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lounge on the beach. Of, probably trying to think of an alternate way. If, if Nadia doesn't come back and we still need to get across the river trying to think of what we can try to do because if she doesn't come back we don't get picked up that means not only do we still need to get back to town but probably like get her out of prison or something <laughs> like something happened to her so trying to think of what we could possibly do <laughs> like your pragmatism uh are you like specifically doing anything or having any conversations or are you good to just hang out there i'm probably not talking while i'm trying to think (laughs) cedric's just sitting there with his feet in the water just like awesome nice (laughs) not Um, helping make a perception check for me me or fletcher uh you cedric with your feet in the water shouldn't have said that (laughs) I should not have shit. <laughs> it, it is it is literally always the details that get you in trouble at D&D. If you were if you were like I'm just sitting there, it'll be fine. But then the moment you're like my feet are in the water, it's like, well, here comes the megalodon. In about something. Yeah. 19. Just never 19. never never describe more than you need to. Yeah. <laughs> um so as the waves are, you know, sort of washing back and forth on the sand, you've sort of sat in such a way that like, you know, the waves are coming up to, you know, maybe like, I don't know, your ankles, your shins, but you know, it's like it, the water washes up over your feet and then back down away. Um and as you're presumably like watching the water, um every once in a while in the sand you see some sort of like movement happening as the water goes over the sand. And then like, as soon as it is, you know, the sand is uncovered again, you don't see any movement. So there's something scurrying um, while the water is passing over the sand. Seems normal. I don't know anything about the ocean. (laughs) You Peter or you Cedric? Cedric. (laughs) And Peter, but. What? You did like all kinds of research in the Chesapeake Bay, right? Isn't that? That's true. Yeah. You know things about ocean stuff. Anyway. That's uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so it takes um, this Collins person, like, ten minutes, Nadia, of of n- being somewhere else. Um, but eventually he does come back um, with uh, a, young, uh, a younger man with him um, who's dressed differently, not in the same sort of, like, uniforminess that a lot of these people here at the fort have been in. This person is dressed more like a lot of the people you saw in the city. And uh, that person has, you you have a high enough perception to notice this, that person has the letter for Kay's mom in his hand. Um, And so he sort of like nods to Collins and leaves out through the front door and Collins turns to you and says, uh, I'm so sorry. I did not catch your name before. I'm Nadia. Nadia. Does he know where the general store is? I guess. I hope, because I don't. Yes. he. Okay. The, the courier is on his way to take that to Mrs. Prowl. Um, As a courier. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Captain uh, Dawson Clark has reviewed the letters that you brought, and um, we're going to have Mrs. Prowl 
come here and confirm that that is the handwriting of her missing daughter, and then we will go from there. <laughs> okay. Is that all right with you? Yeah. Okay. That sounds that sounds great. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> so you're just sort of like awkwardly sitting there. Oh my god, I'm gonna meet her mom first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not Nadia, sorry. I, I apologize in advance for that. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're not, but I am. <laughs> I just didn't know how long it would take. I really only thought it would take a week. I'm so sorry. I mean, well, like, genuinely, this is all on K, but the rest of us are going to get so much help for it. And not only is it two months instead of a week, but also she's coming in to somebody she has never seen before who has a letter from Kay. It's not not even any of the people that she left with. And like, <laughs> not human, not not, any, new not literally not from this plane of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Quite Mom always said we should make friends and not judge. She did. <laughs> she I have made friends and not judge. She takes in all kinds, um, but... <laughs> We're just gonna blame all this on Lucanus, right? Like, just it, it's his fault, right? <laughs> Seems like the easiest way out of it. He's already wanted for kidnapping somebody else, so. Did I see any like wanted posters with any of their faces on them as I walked in? Give me <laughs> another retroactive perception check. <laughs> Did you add 20? That's a, tw- a 27! <laughs> okay, so there aren't a lot of bills with, like, pictures on them per se, um, but you did notice some posted on the sides of a lot of those big boxy buildings um, that had her name and Fletcher's name and Cedric's name and Lucanus's name on them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this might be her sort of sitting there thinking back, like, oh, wait, did those say, and, like, sort of, like, spelling it out in her head, because she wouldn't have, like, seen their names spelled out before? Anyway. Yep. Gandhi is going to realize just how much we didn't tell her. <laughs> didn't ask. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> you guys, we had a mission to fix the river. We did it. <laughs> Um, so at this point, party on the sand, party on the sand, um, Nadia's been gone for probably like, man, between flying across the river and landing and having a conversation and walking to the fort and waiting, like, more than half an hour. Are you doing anything? Or are you still doing what you said you were before? Hey, looks over at Cedric. She's like, you've got a big family. I'm like, my mom won't actually kill me, right? Like, you have a lot of brothers and sisters, but did they ever find you expendable? Oh, no. Definitely not. Not expendable. No. No, nah, nah, we're good. I hope not expendable. She, like, looks over and takes a little stick and starts, like, drawing doom in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> the anxiety is just leaking out <laughs> to the sand. I mean, you've got more siblings than I do, but still, I feel like most parents of most species generally, in my experience, don't kill their children often. It's, I feel like, pretty uncommon. Even if I mean, they're I don't, adopted? Uh, yeah, I don't 
think that would make a difference. I don't know. But, I mean, humans might be different than dwarves, but I mean, <laughs> most dwarf parents who adopt children treat them pretty much the exact same as their biological children. And I don't know how know. humans do it, though. Or Asimar, or I mean, your mom's human, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just like, we're all different. So I'm pretty sure my parents are human. They haven't said anything otherwise. So. Sure. I mean, that why would, would you ask, twist. right? Yeah. Yeah. She like she like turns around and like like gives her back to the both of the boys and just like draws in the sand floor. I mean, it seems like she'd be much more likely to kill me and Fletcher. Yeah, maybe. She was pretty mad last time. She was pretty mad last time. Yep. <laughs> I will I will definitely tell her how you definitely made sure that I didn't die and self-sacrifice for me, and maybe that will help. Seems like a good um angle to put on the story. Mm-hmm. Seems that seems fair. Yeah. Um and I can talk about how Fletcher saved the river with his magic brain and his magic powers. That That is also true. I think well, if she in- doesn't kill me first, I will try and put in a good word for the both of you. That's good. That's good. I bet Nadia's going to take a while. Uh, I can't even imagine if, <laughs> what it'd be like when she just like shows up. I imagine she's going to have to go through like a lot of bureaucracy before they even like let her get close to anyone. Oh, yeah. You know those military types. They love all their like. <laughs> oh, yeah. See my higher up. See my higher stuff. up. See my higher yeah. up. And then like seven years later, you finally meet the person and they're dead because it took so long. <laughs> yeah. See, that's why you should just walk into the fort holding a rotting orc head. Gets you straight <laughs> to the top. Boom. Boom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Pro tip. <laughs> but we might be here a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fletcher, you're not participating in this conversation. Brian is just shaking his head. <laughs> I'm still Brian just trying to figure Fletcher. out another way across the river. Cool. Um, yeah, so Nadia, after like a long awkward wait of just like you and this guard in this foyer area <laughs> um the courier person uh returns with um uh oh my goodness there it is sort of like uh i don't know she's definitely older than Kay and fletcher uh human woman um humanish <laughs> Kay is now thinking about how she should have written something about Nadia in her letter, <laughs> and maybe that would have helped a lot. <laughs> With dark hair that she's got braided down her back, and she's just wearing kind of plain-ish clothes, and the courier sort of, like, walks her past you and mm-hmm. back in the direction that, like, um, Collins had gone when he was taking the letters off to Captain Dawson Clark, and you wait some more as Kay predicted. Um, um, So eventually um, Collins comes back out with this woman um, and he comes back up to you, Nadia, and says, Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so 
Uh, Captain Dawson mm-hmm. Clark has reviewed the letters, and Mrs. Prowl here has uh, confirmed that that is indeed her daughter's handwriting. Uh, so we mm-hmm. are going... and tone of voice <laughs> and writing style. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we are going to uh, offer assistance. Um, would you like to uh, accompany the rescue party, or would you yes, rather please. stay? Okay. So he'll indicate um, for you to follow him, um, and he sort of, like, walks out of this foyer, and you, you sort of retrace your steps quite a bit, um, but you walk along the docks to um, a vessel that's pretty obviously, like, Tenebrian military. I mean, it, it's different than a lot of the other ships. Yeah. Um, is, it's, is Mom with us, or did she No, stay, she's at the fort. She just, okay, and she didn't say anything to me at all. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Um, lucky you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he's taken you to this. It's a, a, a small-ish ship, not not huge, um, and walks up the plank onto the deck. Are you coming? Yeah, follow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he... Sorry, I have to keep swapping back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh so he goes up to another, you know, sort of youngish human man um, who appears to be in charge here on this boat um, okay. and has a conversation with him basically to the effect of Captain Dawson Clark has ordered you across the river where you're to pick up these three people and bring them back kind of dealio. Oh God, we're coming back with one less person too. Oh man. Well, did I, I don't know. That. Did Kay say how many people were... Okay, yeah, so just you're supposed to go pick up the people on the opposite okay, shore, and, okay, and this okay. this person, and he's indicating to you, is going to, like, identify that they're picking up the correct people. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be fun if I sent the rescue party across and brought back somebody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Collins turns to you, Nadia, and says, uh, Lieutenant Commander uh, Griffiths will be... Griffiths? Okay. Griffiths, yeah. Will be taking you... Uh, across the river to pick up your friends, um, and then when you return safely, uh, he will escort you back up to the fort. Okay. All right, and he disembarks. Thank you. <laughs> You're quite welcome. Um, he disembarks, and the sailors on the ship get it underway, and it leaves the harbor. Um, also, uh, you would have seen this on the ship as you were coming up. It's called the Pheasant. Um, so... Um, Griffiths doesn't really, like, interact with you at all on the journey across. Um, He just, you know, he's doing things on the ship. Uh, Well, hmm. yeah, um, perception or sense motive, maybe? We'll do that perception. Mm -hmm. That's good, Mm because that's a 14. Okay, yeah, so it doesn't, I mean, you don't know a ton about how boats work, um, especially, mm-hmm. you know, boats like this. Uh, but um, it seems like he isn't doing a whole lot. Like, you don't really see him that much even. But eventually, um, those of you sitting on the beach do see um, a ship coming into view across the water. Yeah, I would have probably sort of gone up to the front as long as that was not somewhere that was clearly in the way mm-hmm. and then, like, hung out up there sort of looking for them. Yeah, um, a lot of the sailors are sort of, like, looking at you while they do their jobs, um, but nobody, like, bothers you. Yeah. Okay. K. 
hey, looks like Fletcher. And she's like, do something, like do a shooty shoot in the in, like the air so <laughs> they know that we're here. Shooty shoot. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm going to wait and hope that Nadia told them kind of where to come instead of doing something that they might think is an attack against them. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Kay, like, pulls out one of the blankets and is just, like, waving it around. <laughs> like, over here! Um, Nadia, can you do a perception for me? I'm gonna have their lookout do it as well. God damn it. Uh, that's a ten. Oh, the lookout also got a ten. Um, so... <laughs> um... <laughs> Peter... <laughs> You okay over there? Um, yeah? Yep. Good, good, good. Everything was going smoothly until now. Um, so, <laughs> the, um, uh, eventually the, the big ship that you're on, Nadia, kind of, like, slows down, and, um, there's a call to drop the anchor, and so they stop the boat, um, and basically, um, a different person that you haven't spoken to comes up to you and says, uh, the ship can't go any farther uh, towards that side of the river because it's too shallow. Uh, so we're going mm -hmm. to drop a rowboat. Um, would okay. you? Would you like to I go? Mean, I mean, I can, and I sort of just fly off the deck. I'm like I can show you. Oh, can... <laughs> uh, that's convenient. Uh, great. Yeah, mm -hmm. and see, so he sort of you know gives instructions to um, another person uh, who. Um, a team of them lower this rowboat and this one person is in the rowboat and he starts rowing it um, closer to the shore. Yeah. And I'll like pop up and look around and make sure I see them. Okay, yeah. Um, so, and, uh, dude, can we see Can we see Nadia pop up so we know that she's with them? Um, Since something would have just like gone up in the air? Yeah, perception checks. She is very small. <laughs> 17. 21. 15. Okay. Kay is very excited about her blanket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kay's putting a lot of effort into waving the blanket. Um, but Cedric and Fletcher, you do see something small sort of, you know, fly up off the deck of the ship. And you would assume that it's Nadia. And you can also see that they're lowering a rowboat and that there's somebody coming towards you. I like wave a lot. I know Kay's doing her like semaphore dance over there. <laughs> but I'm just like kind of <laughs> trying to do a friendly like hey wave mm -hmm. um all right so eventually um nadia are you sort of like keeping pace with the rowboat or are you like yeah okay. i'm gonna try to i mean I'm, I'm ostensibly guiding them i'm gonna try not to totally lose them okay yeah so now that you're closer you do eventually spot your friends and lead um the guy in the rowboat in the right direction um and he basically rows it right up to the sand and gets up out of the boat and is like, uh, hello, uh, and I don't know if you landed or oh not. Oh my god, Nadia, yeah, you did it! Yeah. Uh, so he Wait, looks, I found them! He looks at you, Nadia, and is like, these are the people we're supposed to be picking up? Yeah. Great. Uh, that's Kay, and that's Cedric and Fletcher. Hello. Um, uh, I guess we're your ride. It's so Thank great to see you. So Thank you so much. This is wonderful. I, I mean, I can't really swim, so I definitely would have drowned in that river if we, you know, had to swim across. Well, we're happy to help, as always. Um, climb aboard. <laughs> she, like, 
grabs all our stuff and like hops into the boat. All right. Yeah. So you all get in the dinghy. Uh, Nadia, I'm assuming you're flying back. Yeah. Okay. So this person rows you back across to where the bigger ship is parked um, and the crew, you know, gets you all up out of the dinghy onto the larger ship. Um, and then they turn it around and take it back towards the port. And at some point Kay along the like, way, Nadia will turn to Kay and just be like, Hey, Kay, guess what? Your mom's waiting for us. Wait, what? Probably the last <laughs> thing she wanted to hear. <laughs> She's waiting for us? Yeah, she came to Kay the port. Kay is contemplating just jumping off the boat right now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean she's waiting for us? Did you uh, deliver sent, the letter? I, I sent, well, I, I, they, they sent a courier with a letter, and then, then the courier brought her back to the fort. Oh. So she's there. Oh. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be <laughs> Is fine. Is that not? She's going to be so her... happy you're not Yeah, maybe there. she'll be happy to yeah. see yeah. I would think so. I don't know. She looked, she looked, well, how did she look when I saw her? She was hurrying. Yeah, like she hurried in um, with the courier and then when um, she came back out, she sort of took a seat in the foyer area. Um, she's got a face that's a little hard to read. It looks like she keeps a lot inside, so you couldn't really gauge what was going on with her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she rushed right over. She must be excited to see you. Or she, she just didn't have fish. anything to do. She always has something to do. She's like the manager of the general store. She's probably mad that I took her away from her work day. <laughs> I mean... We should have brought a fish to prove that we actually did it. A fish. <laughs> I mean, the water's better. Yeah, we fixed the water. We did. We fixed the river. It's much better now. It doesn't smell. I mean, it smells That's the way it's true. supposed to smell, not like the bad smell. Yeah, just like rotting seaweed now. Mm-hmm. Not rotting. Just, I mean, well, I mean, like, some of it's rotting, I guess, but, like, you know, like, there's a lot of not rotting seaweed in there, too. Sure, but you can't smell that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from up here, in the air part. I'm yeah, sure you can smell it. All the other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good point. Smell underwater, Nadia. Yeah, that's a good point. I bet, like, as a creature from the plane of water, she probably experiences like the sense of water things differently. Nadia can yeah. smell a drop of blood and yeah. <laughs> a mile away. <laughs> Does Nadia have those things that fish have, like the line on the side of their body <gasps> that detects like ocean pressures Lateral and lines? temperatures and stuff? Yeah, that thing. I hope so. That's a good question. It... <laughs> you don't know. She's, she's clearly got a real good sense of just like the water. That's true. So probably she can mm-hmm. probably smell the water real well. Yeah, you'd almost like. Well, yeah, because like in the plane of water, like I mean, you talked about this before. Like there isn't like a sky; it's just water. Yeah, it's just everywhere. Water. So like you probably mm-hmm. would need something like that in order to be able to navigate because like what's up and yeah. down and whatever mm-hmm. is so sort yeah. of not defined like it, how does how do you do direction in a place with no land? yeah see also the plane of air as well anyway yeah so i think my question is is so like obviously you are a fish like creature but like are you are you in the fish clade 
or are uh, you a is this a convergent evolution type scenario where you just happen to look like a fish yeah are you like a marine iguana or are you like an actual fish <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i'm mostly like because like i'm sort of like an elemental so like i'm sort of just like made of water but also can look like i don't know yes it's, <laughs> it's complicated and i don't understand it really it's just kind of how i am fair enough i yeah i think that convergent evolution is probably the best explanation there because mm -hmm. yeah she's a, a water elemental so like even trying to explain like what that means in terms of the tree of life is Getting real exciting. So. Different tree. It's a radically different, different tree. tree. It's different tree. It's literally on a different plane. It's not the same tree. I, I, I think it, I kind I, of look like things here, but I'm not from here. So, mm -hmm. right. But there are fish on the elemental plane of water, right? Are there? I don't know. I've never been. Yeah, there are lots of fish and fish type yeah, creatures. Fish and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I just, yeah. But maybe yeah. are they so fish like, from I kind here? Of look like them, but like. I don't know, some of them might be. I feel like that'd be, like, if they were, like, fish that had, like, swum through a portal into another plane underwater, then you'd have a lot of, like, geographic isolation. Yeah. It'd be a, a That's how great... the Megalodon got here. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> are the fish from here and moving to the elemental plane of water, or are they all from the elemental plane of water and they just came here? They migrate like salmon. Yes! <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so cool. From like a low magic area to a high magic area. That's yeah, like... cool. And they eat their skin off as they as they go to lay their eggs and their babies somehow know how to get to the, the other plane. Sure. Uh... Yep. Yep. If you put a dam in front of the portal to the elemental plane of water, you could generate a lot of electricity though. So that's <laughs> messing with a lot of fish populations. Could help actually explain what eels do. Since we still don't know, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> just go into the elemental plane of water. I love that. I'd... Just like, oh yeah, there is another plane of existence, but it's just eels. It's, just, <laughs> it's the elemental plane of eels. <laughs> oh wow, um, we're going. It would explain how there. eels are so good at getting out of things. Like that, yeah, I, yeah. I used to have a couple of eels in a fish tank, and boy, they would just go in everywhere. It's like eels and crayfish. They're just like, I go where I want. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. um, adding uh, the plane of eels to the uh, the cosmography of D and D for our world. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I regret putting that out into the. Internet. No, don't. That's delightful. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's better than like the plane of lampreys or something. Oh so, God! See? No, see? there's always something worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you have a slime methods and lampreys that yes there. now i'm making that one too um yes <laughs> i want to run into a hagfish method <gasps> just a giant oh, oh man hagfish have such right. cute faces though i think they're cute anyway um face <laughs> being just made i've never seen that one before uh from the audience just some guy uh asked um do fish have a sense of smell underwater, or would it be more like a sense of taste? That's a great question. Um, smell and taste are highly related. Um, it's just like form of chemoreception. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So like, 
yeah, it's it, they're they're highly related. You know, see people losing their sense of taste when they have COVID because things have gone wrong in the nerves in their nose. Um, please see food taste different if you do this. So they're kind of the same thing. Um, but yes, fish do smell underwater um, in order to find food, in order to find mates, in order to avoid predators. All the same, you know, reasons where, why terrestrial where, creatures smell. Where is their chemoreception? Because it would be like question. I'm guessing through their mouth. Because it probably isn't through their gills. They don't have like noses. Um, boy, fish chemo reception is the name of a book. Um, <laughs> I, I do not doubt it, and I bet it is a thick book too. Fish yeah, can taste sweet, salty, sour, and bitter, just like us. So, yeah, sweet. No, that's well, cool. I mean, probably not just like us. Well, but, but I mean, like, they, they have, have four different yeah. types of taste buds. That's cool. Yeah. And I assume that's on that's in the mouth. Uh... Yeah, I would think so. Oh my god, please, I just want, like, a diagram or something. Come there on. are so many <laughs> things about the way that fish smell to us. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, so they, it's a very hard thing to ah! Google. It's a very interesting question, though. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, okay, so I did find a, I did find a diagram. It looks like there are canals. They, so, yeah, they, so they have nares or nares. So nostrils, but like birds mm -hmm. and reptiles, they're called nares. Um, so yeah, it looks like they do have pathways, nares, and also in their mouth. So kind of, All yes, right. both. Cool. And then of course you get into fish, like catfish and other, you know, with barbels on their faces mm. and stuff. And, you know, they can yeah. use those for extra sensing. Or the impulae of Lorenzini, Lorenzini, mm, um, that sharks have for uh, electromagnetic sensing they taste so. electricity do you know platypus yeah. also have that in their bill i did of course they do that's yeah. how they that's how they find like little shrimp they find worms stuff. yeah right? they like in go the, in the mud in the yeah yeah awesome so yeah she can probably smell real good in the water mm -hmm. can you sense <laughs> electricity in the water i don't think so nadia jump into the water and fletcher will shoot a lightning bolt <laughs> into it real quick and we'll see if you can feel that We'll see if you sense it. Yeah, yeah. Just let us know <laughs> if you get any kind of sensation. I mean, like, when I got struck by lightning out in the desert, I didn't, like, like, I, I, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> but did you smell it? I smelled it after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> smell like burnt fish? And and ozone, but yes, crispy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Smelled like I just got struck by lightning. Okay, but side note, um, barring the fact that she can exist in both water and on land equally just fine, but like, what if her chemosensory system was better evolved for the water so she actually had a worse sense of smell and taste on land? I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. There are, I mean, I assume there are a lot of chemicals that you can sense in the water because they're dissolved in the water mm -hmm. that then, like, wouldn't transfer as well to being dissolved in the air. Mm -hmm. um, and so many things that change when they go in the water because of all the, like, hydrolysis and, all, like, there's so many reactions that could happen right away that mm -hmm. they're, they're, well, I mean, she could be sensing things in the water that we wouldn't sense in the air or maybe, you know, perhaps not as often in the air versus in the water. Yeah, I mean, like, how does that work for amphibians? That's a great question. I, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a book called Chemosensory <laughs> yeah. in Amphibians? I, I'm, I'm amphibian. <laughs> we need a herpetologist. We do. Well, and they they do like they're 
I wonder if they if it's a little if it's anything more like diffuse in amphibians. Like you think of like a frog and how their skin is, you know, so basically porous to like everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have like an additional layer of chemoreception that is diffuse across the body as well. I feel like that that sounds right. I f- I feel like maybe they can like taste with other parts of them because yeah, an amphibian is so sort of like I don't know, not contained. <laughs> There's a butterfly that they can have a taste permeable with its ovipositor. Yeah. Huh? There's taste- a butterfly that can taste with its ovipositor. Because it so, needs to know if the leaf it's like laying eggs on is good. Ah, that makes sense. Checking Sweet. for like plant compounds and stuff, right? Yeah. But butterflies taste can taste with their feet, right? Yeah. That that's a thing. Are are parts of the ovipositor modified legs? <gasps> I don't know. I I just read a quick article about that they saw this behavior and they found chemoreceptors in the ovipositor or like at the base of the abdomen. Off to pull up the study again, but all insects like my... also really great job pivoting to insects, folks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I found frogs. I don't know about fish or frogs. <laughs> you found frog what? I, I found it. The skin. It, it's still they sense heat, cold, and pain through their skin. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything about chemoreception through the skin. Okay. Mm. Um, I also see something that like they can. Um, they have chemoreceptors to sense oxygen levels in their gills in the larval stages, which is kind of cool. I mean, you'd think they'd at least be able to, like, tell how, like, osmotic potential in water, mm-hmm. right? Like, you'd be, like, you think if your skin is that permeable that, like, you get in the water and immediately you can feel, you know, either your skin water moving in or moving out of your skin. Maybe. I, I, yeah oh yeah i would think so that would be involved in that could be those kinds of cues that that lead them to do like to estivate or things like bury Mm -hmm. in the mud you know it's got to be cues based on that sort of thing because they do have to keep their skin wet at that certain like osmotic potential to allow the gas exchange to continue apparently so fresh completely fresh water has no taste Mm -hmm. to humans but our saliva does have a taste as like a slightly acidic taste that we're just used to, right? It just like, it just what the inside of your mouth tastes like. So you while freshwater has, <laughs> we're like, everybody's suddenly very aware of the inside of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for that. Um, um, so freshwater doesn't have a taste, but it dilutes the taste that you're already experiencing. So it does actually taste slightly sweet because it's diluting the acidity that you're already experiencing. That's cool. I like that. Weird. That makes sense. That's what I got. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Man, we sort of like transitioned into that one. Otherwise, I would have rung the bell, but it was sort of like a a melding. Um, Well, Nadia was trying to have a conversation in character. I know. I was like, "Mm, I feel like Cedric wouldn't have used the word clade. So (laughs) it's it's interesting, though, because like in I think when you talk about like the theology of D&D, right, like so like i like like dwarves were created by moradin right mm-hmm. like this is not like here on earth where we have creation myths and um you know religions that you know have like all of these different ideas it's like we have a, a factual creation of dwarves whole cloth by the gods and the same thing with the other races right 
Well, I mean, until we get into how Cedric interprets that story versus how sure. other dwarves interpret sure, that story. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. But, but, like, even though humans and dwarves are very, very similar in a lot of ways, and, you know, some races in D&D can crossbreed, it's not because they're closely related species. Like, if we assume, like, if if all of the D&D races ha- or species or, or, or whatever terminology you're using had had evolved together and then you have like half elves uh, you know and half humans mm-hmm. you would be like oh those those two species are just really closely related and they're hybridizing but it with the D lore it's like mm-hmm. no they're completely unrelated species who just so happen to be so similar that they can crossbreed that's super super it's weird like the gods copied off of one another yeah <laughs> It's also weird because in D&D there are so many like monsters that are reskins of each other where you've yeah. got like so many different variants of like one type of monster which like totally makes sense from an evolutionary standpoint you're like oh yeah we've got these kobolds that live over here and they've you know adjusted into this you know subspecies and the ones over here are in this subspecies but it's like yeah if they've all been created whole cloth it's like oh yeah we're just going to copy and paste this <laughs> <laughs> That um, uh, sort of, like, radiation of, like, variants on a monster does lead us back to, like, what is Nadia? Where did water mephits come from, though, right? Because there are lots of different kinds of mephits native to all of the different elemental planes. And, like, there are, like, the dust mephits are from the plane of air, but there are other mephits also from the plane of air that aren't dust, right? So there are, in some of the planes, multiple kinds of mephits. Um, mm-hmm. But if they are all made of their own element are the methods all related is this a radiation of methods or are they again like all convergent on a similar mischievous type of creature <laughs> see all right all right here's my proposition is that you have a spirit of mischief that then diverges into different elemental forms as like a uh, a way of uh, i don't know obtaining you know physical form or something like that right that you have like an intention that's non-corporeal and then that evolves in different ways to to become corporeal or something like that because i don't think it makes sense to have like an ur method you know with i I don't know (laughs) that works it's all magic woo um All right, um, so you have some sort of conversation on the pheasant. It's not about evolution, probably, because... Wait, hold on. Oh. Uh, I looked up the butterfly thing, and oh. I remembered incorrectly, which is Oops. why I want to correct it. Mm. They don't taste with their genitalia. They see with their genitalia. That's so much better! <laughs> that was an important <laughs> correction. <laughs> yeah, apparently they have photoreceptors on their, on their genitalia that is important in mate recognition and possibly of a position sites okay so really the story got better yeah yep. or worse depending on <laughs> your worse. i'm just thinking of that scene in apollo 13 where they're trying to do like the docking or something like or some space movie where they're like trying to <laughs> I mean, dock that's a thing that's the a thing you've got to the dock with the, with the camera because yeah, yeah. yeah it's a careful yeah, yeah. yeah. photoreceptors show up in weird places um <laughs> I mean, if you think about the development of just the eye in yeah. general, photoreceptors are fucking wild. Yep. So, absolutely. <laughs> Animals absolutely. like seeing. 
I mean, it's pretty useful. So. And this is the first sentence. Butterflies sense light with their genitalia. Four photoreceptor cells in the genitalia meditate this photosensitivity. Nice. So it's just four cells. So it's like this little tiny... They're just, they're just just a little just a receptor it's just it's light or it's dark and there's four of them so you can get a little bit of positionality out of it mm -hmm. that's like that's like a the very first camera phone camera i ever had <laughs> here i was thinking about you know the photoreceptors used on in robotics but that's okay yeah sure i mean <laughs> what do you need hi um sorry dog uh <laughs> By the way, you were joking about a slime method earlier, and there is, in fact, an ooze method. Yeah, I feel, also I feel like from that the plane of water. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that would make sense if there was like a, if there was like a, an ur water method that then diverged into like a mud method and a slime method, and like you're like. Maybe it's one of those mimicry complexes mm. where you have like some that are mm -hmm. actually derived from each other, and then you have others that are like that looks like a great idea, and then like mimicked it. Mm -hmm. Not like willfully. I was going to say that not that but. there's intentionality, but yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talked about mimicry complexes in our last nature chat. Yeah, when we had a mimic that ate our boat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that old thing. Oh, that yeah. old thing. Yeah. So, are you doing anything else on the boat as you cross back to the town? Just hanging out? Splashing Nadia with different things and. <laughs> Can you taste this? Like, like if I pour this on your arm, can you taste that? Oh my that? god. <laughs> Does this taste different than this? Kay is, like, chatting, I wouldn't say with, definitely to anyone who seems uh, vulnerable. And <laughs> the guy at the helm Maybe. is extremely vulnerable. He cannot leave. <laughs> yeah, so she's talking to him a lot about everything that happened. And she's like, and then Lucanus had to like give up his body, and then he just like died in this temple. When we came back later, we couldn't obviously get in there. But then we had to go through this desert, and we met like this scorpion dude. I asked if he could poop through his tail or his butt. He didn't answer though, and it just goes on. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of a middle-aged guy. He's like not completely ignoring you. Like it's something to do to pass the time while he steers. But um, yeah. Eventually, you make it back into the harbor, and uh, the ship docks at the same slip where it started. Um, and the the guy that Nadia was indicated to you that he was in charge does a appear from somewhere um, mm -hmm. and sort of He's calls. Collins, right? Huh? No, Collins, um, right? Lieutenant Commander Griffiths. Oh, okay. The guy in charge of the boat. Yeah. The boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he calls um, a few of his sailors, um, and they sort of. You know, him in front, and then all of you, and then a few sailors behind you escort you. It's not like you're being marched to jail, but it is like mm -hmm. they're keeping you contained mm -hmm. um, as they parade you to the fort. I don't know. Seems if you, fair. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you had reactions to that or if there's anything. No, I think I'd be do. like, so are we, are we like, we're, are we needed at, at the fort? I mean, thank you for, for picking us up. I don't know. Is there like payment or something needed? I, 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 um, probably have to do like a debrief, I would think, right? So they probably want to know all the things we've seen. <laughs> and about the river. So Griffiths turns to you and it says, uh, "Apparently, Captain Dawson Clark said that I was supposed to bring you all to the fort when I was done fetching you. So I'm bringing you to the fort." Okay. 
I mean, I much prefer this than my mother, so I mean, I'm good. The last time we came back to town, remember, Fletcher, when I had the orc head? We had, like, important information that we had to give them. So Captain Dawson Clark probably just assumes that we have more important information. Hopefully. You think they'd, like, applaud us, though, when we came in? Like, don't they know that we fixed the river? I wrote a letter. <laughs> so you... <laughs> have I been getting a lot of stares as I go around here? Yeah, I'm definitely so gonna, many. like, on... Before we get yeah. off the boat, I've, like, pulled that rat back out and put it back on. The one that you got from the scorpion folk? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I had a cloak. I had a cloak, mm -hmm. that's right. Mm -hmm. From the other ones that we met. Was it goblins? Goblins. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, in any case, you cover yourself yeah. up a bit. Yeah. Are you, like, very intentionally trying to hide your features, or you just sort of toss and get on? I'm... I'm just like, I don't want to be like the shiny blue thing. Like, clearly my face is going to be very different, and I'm not going to hide that just out of concern for them thinking I'm trying to hide something, but just be a little bit less like, oh my god, I don't look like anything else here. So, like... Okay. So, no need for a disguise check. Um, that's fine. No. Uh <laughs> like, I'll keep the hood down. I'm just, I just kind of, just, I want to blend in a little better. <laughs> That makes sense. It also, you know, puts a piece of clothing on you, so, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you are marched back. Um, Nadia, that's basically the same route that, you know, you've taken back and forth now. But for the rest of you, I mean, Kay, you know where you're going. Like, you go through the warehouse district and through sort of one of the, like, lower-income neighborhoods and arrive at the doors of the fort. And uh, Lieutenant Commander Griffiths and his uh, sailors lead you inside where you see um, Collins and uh, Elizabeth Prowl in the foyer. Um, so when you come in, the sailors sort of move off to the side and Elizabeth stands up out of the chair that she was sitting in and um, sort of just like looks at you for a moment, Kay. And then she just like rushes across the room and embraces you like so tight. <laughs> and she just sort of like, like hugs you, she, like, like breathes, yeah. Kay, like, hugs waiting. her back. I must admit this wasn't who I was expecting. Are you mad at me? Um, she does the thing where we she... We fixed the river. She does the thing where she sort of, like, you know, let's go from the embrace, but, like, holds, you know, like, the, the tops of your, um, your biceps and sort of, like, holds you at arm's length. And, like, I was incredibly worried. Uh, it As it turns out, the river is, like really long and kind of underground and so like as it turned out i mean i think i wrote my letter but i was like trying to write really quickly so i don't remember but like we followed the river as far as we could and then we saw where it was like pouring out and then so we went inland and there were like grasslands and there was like desert and then we had to get through like the jaws of death which weren't actual jaws they were like rocks it was weird anyway and then we like found this dwarf sweetheart who was mining yes we can do this later um oh. and she turns Sorry. back to <laughs> she turns back to collins and says um this is fine i'm happy to have my daughter back thank you so much for all of your help and he sort of nods back to her and uh, yes, happy to help, Mrs. Prowl. Um, I will send someone to uh, Captain Wells um, so that he knows the wanted bill has been resolved and everything should be fine. We can pay for it. Right, Fletcher? 
right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming we can pay for it. I'm not the one in charge of the money, but like we earn some money. So like if you, we need to pay for the boat that got us or like, you know, any of the wasted time for like the two months that I was like not actually dead that you may have wasted trying to find me because I said I was going to be gone for a week because I didn't know how big the river was. But I feel like that's kind of my fault. So we can probably pay for it. <laughs> Who are you offering to pay? Just she's just K dumping on the whole room. Yeah, yeah like, just <laughs> she like turns. Like, like, I don't even know which NPC is supposed to respond right now. She, she, she yeah. like she just turns. No either. At the most important like... person that okay. then like, uh, doesn't know because they all kind of look important and just like turns to all of them like. Okay, uh, maybe just don't like offer to give our money away. Maybe. Yeah, Kay's thinking <laughs> about money. Fletcher's still processing that he just said we were had we were on. Uh, like wanted posters, and I'm like, <laughs> Nadia, what? would you have pointed out the posters to them as you were walking back because you saw them? Um, <laughs> Kay didn't notice. If I don't, I don't think so. She Kay would've... definitely would not have noticed. Yeah, I don't. Man, I mean, yeah, I guess she it... she might have she might have sort of. No, I don't think she would. I don't no? think she would. Okay, It'll cool. be easier to just say she wouldn't. Awesome. It, yep. No. Nope. And it probably would have been when I was asking Griffiths about like why do we why are we even going to the fort mm -hmm. like <laughs> and you were walking would by not like, have seen rows them. and rows and rows of posters with your name on it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah in 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 amongst all of the k dump uh Griffiths and his sailors have left they were not gonna hang around they're done, oh. they're done. uh yeah like as they like, leave they don't even separate. want our money so it's totally fine Cedric definitely would have like tried to like shake Griffith's hand and be like, "Thank you, thank you so much for the." Oh no, they just like slipped out. Like, oh, yeah. dang. <laughs> so that's it. We're good. Yeah. Uh, and Collins is like, uh, "If Mrs. Prowl is satisfied, then you are free to go. I'm glad we could get you back safely." Yeah, thanks for the help. Damn, like you know, swimming across the river. I mean, Nadia could do it, but like I would totally drown. So thanks. Uh, Cedric, now at this point, Cedric's like gonna like grab Kay from the back and kind of like pull her like away. Like, he's like, I think I think we're we've taken up enough of this uh, young you. man's time. Like waving. Did they know me? It's totally fine, guys. Uh, Mrs. Prowl is on Kay's other side and sort of walks out with all of you. And it is um, like between all of the stuff that Nadia did in town and then them sailing across to get you and sailing back and all of this, like, it's early evening at this point. Oh, man, As we should probably out... get dinner at Leon's place. As uh, we walk out, Nadia will attempt to introduce herself to Kay's mother. Okay. Oh, yeah, Mom, I told you, I mean, you remember Fletcher and Cedric, right? This is Nadia. She's the one who flew the letter across. I'm so glad that you actually got it. I mean, like, we had to give her some pretty specific instructions. It's not like she's ever been in town before. And, you know, she doesn't really look like the rest of us. No offense, Nadia. So I was, like, really worried that, like, all the important people were going to, like, freak out. But, like, good thing she, like, did real good, right? She got us a boat and everything. So proud. Mm-hmm. Anyways, nice this you. is Nadia. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Thank you for helping. Mm -hmm. She lives in the rainforest. You know there's a rainforest across the river? I mean, like, people kind of know that there's a forest over there. Like, you know, people have sailed past it and stuff. So, like, she, like you would have known that there was jungle over there kind of thing. Just, just nobody really goes there. Yeah. But you went in there yeah so we like went into the rainforest and then um 
we met Nadia because like we're also supposed to get parrots. I'm not sure if I explained that. I'm not going to explain it now. It's complicated anyway. So we're supposed to get parrots, but then the parrots like squawked and they like blew out all these colors and we passed out. But then Nadia came and she saved us and like fed us some really great stuff. And she was like, I also live in the river. We need to like clean the river. And we're like, oh, how convenient. We also are trying to clean the river. So then we all went traveling into the forest and then we came out to the grasslands. Do you know mushrooms can talk? We met this really cool mushroom. His name was Gary or their name was Gary. He had seven fingers on one hand. Do you even call it a hand? And like five on the other or like six. I don't know. It was like random. Anyway, but he talked through hallucinogenic spores and that was or they talked through hallucinogenic spores and that was really cool and then and then we like went through the desert and they're like these big insect people and then well first uh, miriam Demarian? And before oh, that, the gnolls. The gnolls, yeah. right? There are so many people. We I like so that. That's that's the the point where we're like, oh no, no, we should interrupt Kay. Is she's not doing it in chronological? Yeah, she's not exactly. describing our drug trip in chronological order. Naughty <laughs> <laughs> um, would be jumping in on this and be like, oh yeah, and then there was. Yeah, anyway, so we got to far enough but, up uh, the river mm, where mm, like mm, part mm, of the <laughs> river was clean, and then the other part of the river was like underground, and then like Nadia found that she like swam underwater. She's like the pollution is coming out here, so then we just the, like the DM's gonna interrupt for a moment. Um, so at this point, <laughs> if it's okay with you, so at this point you've reached sort of like um, the greenway that um, there's like a little park sort of in the middle of the temple district. Um, so you guys kind of, you walked out of the fort through the lower income neighborhood, through like the entertainment district to the temple district. Um, and your mom is sort of um, like, are you coming home for dinner? Sounds oh, like, can they come for yeah. dinner too? We've got that a bird errand to run, and oh, sounds like yeah, you guys have a lot true. to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, Kay, that is might, true. I think I mean, you should you should probably just spend tonight at home. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, you guys take care of it. Yeah, plus we got to show Nadia around, and um, yes, you definitely. Yeah, we got to get Nadia, get her a, a room where we're staying. Oh yeah, you know, Leon will that. totally give her a room. Don't even worry about it. Tell him I said hi. Okay. We'll do well. Yeah, probably see you there t tomorrow or something maybe yeah 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 i'll meet you there tomorrow morning probably after breakfast her mom's gonna have her locked in the attic <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> next episode jailbreak <laughs> a is grounded <laughs> okay so okay you are going home yeah i'll go home okay and like I, I'm like, I'm like, bye guys. And I'm like, oh my God. And then this next thing yes, is really just... cool person that we met. Dude, they had wings, mom. They had wings that could fly. Um, all right. So you are going home and the three of you are going to the marked bird. Is that? I think we're going to stand here in the street for a couple of minutes and just kind of be like. <laughs> Classic KM, yes. all right. And uh, so we almost came back and immediately went to prison. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Hey, um, Nadia, did you not notice all these wanted posters all over town yeah, that I've just now them. noticed with our names on them? I imagine now there's, like, one guard who's kind of slowly scraping them off <laughs> like, <laughs> since it's done now, but we're, like... Yep. <laughs> Maybe we'll just go by... I mean, I saw, like, your names, but I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. We're just, we're just real a big deal around town. They're, just, they're excited. Okay. I... I mean, given how quickly her mom came back, like, clearly she was, like, waiting. Like, they, were, they were worried. I mean, you guys knew that they'd be worried about, uh, right? 
I mean... I think I knew, but I didn't, like, know, you know? I mean, think altogether, it would I think enough. that it went pretty well. Yeah, no, it, I... Much better than it could have. Kay thinks it mm -hmm. went great. She sees no problems. Mm -hmm. She didn't notice the wanted posters. <laughs> She's not in trouble on the wanted posters. <laughs> yeah, can, can I get one? Can I go like like pull one down sure. and keep it? Yeah. yeah. So now you have just, one, just like a keepsake. One wanted poster for Lucanus and one wanted poster for Lucanus, Fletcher, Cedric, and yeah. <laughs> one missing person poster. Yeah, but that's yeah. Day. I mean, it's it's a missing person slash wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just collecting them. Now that we're we've talked about Suwan, I feel like we should uh, we should deal with that a s a possible. <laughs> yeah, and it, it might be good to do it while K is at home and safe. So there's not really anything. You know, it doesn't matter who who brings it over to them. Um, so maybe yeah. we should try to just deliver what we can. Uh, Nadia, this is the person we're supposed to take the uh, birds yeah, to. The birds. Kay also, has you know, one of the birds. Oh, dang it. Okay, hmm? Fl Fletcher and Cedric were each carrying one of the birds. That's and I true. don't know who has. I think Nadia had all the feathers. I had all the feathers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, like, do I see the direction Kay went in? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you've been talking for a minute, but yeah, you know the general direction they walked in, yeah. Yeah, can I? Can I'm I, sure I'm allowed to scamper I, that direction and see if I can catch up. Are you walking? Uh, yeah. Okay, I mean, like, if you... Good grief. Um, sorry, very excited dog. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, if you, like, run, um, you can, like, get back so that you can see them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll sort of scamper. Uh, Kay? Yeah? Kay? Uh, do you have one of the birds still? Oh, yeah, I totally do. You're right. She, like, opens up her backpack and, like, pulls, like, a random thing out. And, like, pulls, she's like, it's neat. And there it is. And she, like, pulls it out by the tail. <laughs> Here you go. Great. And I'll definitely sort of bag. The bird that barks colors, Mom. But we took care of it, so don't worry. Have a good night. <laughs> Scampers back to the boy. <laughs> so good um <laughs> all right um so it's assuming like... the whole time just like having to dodge absolutely everything on the street oh yeah there's people there's carts and horses and dogs and yeah whatever um we right. don't we have four birds i have we got one the first time and then the second time <laughs> I think so I got two and Fletcher got one. You have three. No, total. we have three birds. We had we one that got, got like damaged, mm -hmm. and then we got two in really good shape. Mm -hmm. They're like pristine mm -hmm. from how they were knocked out. Because the first one you like hit, the next ones. No, the first one was them. attacked by the eagle, and the next two were That's hit right. by oh, the, the spiritual eagle. weapon. Yeah, and the spiritual weapon was the second one. Mm -hmm. And the, but we found. Oh, wait, I killed feathers. two with the spiritual weapon, and didn't Fletcher yeah. kill one? No, I didn't Do kill anything. Oh, okay. You got right. you 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 got all three through different ways. Someone and attempted a third one and missed. Forty four feathers. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Either someone attempted a third one, or the third one is a female, and so the like, third one was a female that flew over yeah. Kay, so she didn't yeah. shoot at it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So Kay is headed home. You all have all the birds and are headed where? Uh, I don't. I where? do not. 
read, at least I'm not writing my notes, if we know where we're supposed to find Thornborough, who's like Sawan's representative we're supposed to give stuff to. I don't know if we just go to the Greens, if they're like, we'll be there. Or, I don't know. Probably hang out in a dark alley and wait to be attacked. <laughs> I was going to say, we could probably go somewhere seedy and ask about him and probably find out where he is. Uh, okay, so if it's not in your notes, um, intelligence checks to see if you can remember what she said. Yeah, I only wrote down who to go to. Mm -hmm. 17. 22. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so after talking about it for a minute, it sort of jogs your memory, like, oh, the, the Lux Rum uh, was where she oh. said to him. Yep, 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 yep. I remember that. Do you remember where that is, Fletcher? Have we been there before? We've been there before. Yeah. yeah. We've no, we haven't. Been we haven't been there. Oh, no, think. you've definitely been there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? A it's game like when the CD dive here. bar. Yeah, these were these were single digit episodes way mm -hmm. back at the beginning. Um, I but have Cedric, very vague wait, recollections did, of Cedric has been I in twice, once with Kay and once with Fletcher. Yeah, I was gonna say well, that's where we were like, "Hey, honey." <laughs> that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Cedric got knocked on his ass by a drink, and you talked to a whole bunch of different people. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I can get us back there. It was by the docks. I think if we wander around long enough, we'll find it. While they're wandering, let's go on a bio break. And right. maybe by the time we get back from a bio break, Cedric and Fletcher will have figured out how to navigate to the <laughs> Luxrum Tavern. Thank you so much, everybody who's hanging out and watching, uh, hanging out in the chat. Thanks for asking questions about fish smelling. Thanks for redeeming a wild magic surge. I'll use it at some point. I just didn't oh want to, like, super derail the meeting. I know that was your intention, but I'm not that <laughs> <you>. um, <laughs> Evil viewers. So we'll use it at some point. Um, yeah, but we're going to go on a quick, whoops, on a quick break, and we'll be right back. See you soon. <laughs> Hello. We're back. Hope you enjoyed your quick break. Chatted about sitcoms and got some refreshments and, you know, petted pets and all that goodness. Um, so it is evening, and the party has split up intentionally within the safety of the city. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. And Kay has gone uh, home for dinner with her mother, and the rest of the party, uh, Fletcher, Cedric, and Nadia, are headed, they hope, in the direction of the Lux Rum. Um, so let's start with having... Whoever is trying to lead the way, make a survival check. I've been twice, so I should do it. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, so you remember that, yeah, it's along the docks, and so you basically just, like, head back to the docks and just sort of keep walking until you get to it. Um, so, like, it's not super fast, but you make it there. Yeah. I mean, I remember it smelled like cheap booze, so I just kind of follow my nose a little bit. <laughs> It's been two months since I've had a drink, I'm pretty sure, so... I, well, no, you've had alcohol... You had alcohol with a Muriam at the very least. Yeah, but not very much. Um, no. Very true. small glasses. Very small glasses. Yep. Alrighty, um, and are you, like, just walking on in? Um, before we go in, um, Fletcher, you've been in here before, but Nadia, this is... Um, I don't know how many bars you've been in. I mean, you were a little bit of a... You've, you've like... You've, you've partied before, but this might be a little bit, like, 
I don't know, this may be a vibe that you're not used to. <laughs> like there was the tavern at the, the Miriam. This is nice. not at all like that. Okay. This is like, um, uh... I mean, they're much bigger. The people here are much bigger. Yes, I know, right? Right? Uh -huh. Upsettingly so? <clears throat> um, I mean, expect all the furniture in there is too big. Also. All the doors are too big. Yeah, you just gotta get used to it. It happens. Uh, there will be people in here. They will be of a rougher, rougher kind. Okay. The alcohol will not be as good as a Miriam alcohol. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably there will be some criminal elements in here since we're here to meet with a criminal element. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Fletcher. What am I forgetting? Nadia kind of pulls her bag like more up toward the front and pulls out <laughs> the quarter staff and starts kind of walking with. Yeah, it. put your wallet in your front pocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Put your passport into your neck bag. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you muted, Fletcher? Uh, just after Nadia, I was saying, well, yeah, that, yeah, that, a good idea. Keep keep all your stuff close mm -hmm. to you and uh mm -hmm. don't really don't look at anybody right in the eyes just we'll <laughs> find who we need to talk to and deal with it and go so as she's sort of shifting her things around she has been juggling one of these birds sort of in one hand yeah so like you're probably oh yeah maybe we should put that put, of... put that in my bag for, with yeah. the other yeah, one we can take that yeah 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 also okay. if you don't want to come in you don't have to come in also true, but maybe maybe you you should, and then I'm like sure we'll be like, go. yeah, you should stay with us, and then if anybody gives us trouble, you can we can be like, this is a real dangerous person that we met out in the jungle, and they can mm -hmm. spit acid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then if nobody gives us trouble, then we could be like, this is a real dangerous person that we met out in the jungle, and they can spit acid, and she'll show you if you give us free drinks. So, either way, get ready. Is that impressive to people? I mean, I've never met anybody else that can do it. Okay. Also, it's probably better than some of the stuff they serve here. So I shouldn't drink anything here? I don't know. You probably have a pretty strong stomach. Okay. You're really selling it. Sounds great. It's not. <laughs> Go in. <laughs> Go in. Um, Alright, so it's evening now. Um, there are quite a few people in here. Dwarves, gnomes, lots of humans, um, uh, halflings, and whatnot. Um, behind the bar, doing all of the serving, is... Nadia, you've seen cats. There are wild cats in the jungle. Um, this is a cat about the same height as Fletcher, with, like, hands, not paws, um, wearing clothes and serving drinks behind the bar. Okay, so, like, there's cat people, too. Yep. We've met bird people and scorpion people, mm -hmm. so... Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, we should... Should we just go straight to the barkeep and ask if Thornborough's here? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Or I guess I first, like... can we scan the room and see, and see if he's out here and, like, we see him? Uh, yeah, perception checks. Can I just do a perception check to just sort of see who has clocked us and what their reactions are? Uh, yeah. It's a 24 for me. Any dwarves that I make eye contact with, I give them like a, what's up? 26. 11. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Fletcher, you're like keyed in on looking for one person in particular, so you don't really like register the whole crowd. You don't see. Well, you weren't given a description of Thornborough, I don't think. Mm. So you wouldn't. Wasn't know he? Didn't we meet him? Sawan? I thought he was there. You've never met this person. All right then. But... I thought he was there. Okay. Nope. Is there anybody with a name tag that says Thornburg <laughs> on it? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, Cedric, you hey. do. There are, there are other dwarves in here, um, including um, you did talk to a, a dwarf um, the last time you were in here. So he's in here drinking with some others. Um, and yeah, Nadia, you definitely see that like a handful of people, especially at like tables closer to the door, sort of look up when you enter. And they maybe look a little longer at you than, you know you feel super comfortable about, but like they go back to what they were doing and the bartender does look up when you come in as well. Um, and your perception check was a what? A 26. Yeah. Um, good enough to see that the bartender has a snake draped around his neck, kind of like in the collar of his jacket. Nice. Like alive. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Should we, so should we, should we go ask at the bar? Yeah. I think we should go ask at the bar. All right. Um. So, who is? Are you all heading over to the bar? Yes. Yeah, uh, Naughty stick with us. Yeah. Fletcher, I feel like you, you take you take point. Yeah. We'll yeah we'll we'll walk up. I'll just say uh, good evening. Uh, we I uh, have some business to attend to. And we're wondering if uh, a man named Thornborough is here tonight. Um, and he's sort of like talking to you over his shoulders. He's you know continuing to do things with drinks. Uh. Yeah. He's in. Uh, I think. Um. You. You need him for something? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, we have some business with him. He kind of does a shrill whistle through his teeth, um, and someone sort of like by the um, like the back area of the room. Uh, he sort of like gets their attention and says, uh, "You get Thornborough," and they sort of you know go back to you know whatever the like the the lodging that's behind the bar part of the tavern. Can I help you with drinks in the meantime? I've seen you in here before, and he's looking at Cedric because you're the one that interacted with him last time. Yes, it's been a that little while. Yep, we've been out of town traveling. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind like a local beer. Oh uh, yeah, um, we've got like, like, an, like an IPA. <laughs> oh, Something I'm like that. so glad I was just about to suggest <laughs> the IPA. Oh, excellent! Excellent! Yeah. 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 Uh, for the two of you, hello. Hi. Looking at Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, drinks? Uh, what's good? Uh, well, we've got the two specialty drinks. We've got Hammer Beer and we've got this, uh, the IPA. Um, we've also got a selection of ale and mead and some wine and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Well, if I just saw Cedric order the IPA, I will do that as well. Awesome. Okay. And Fletcher? I'll take your house red. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> to be really pretentious. <laughs> like Straight all wine juice. people are. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That would, that's a very Fletcher move, I feel like. You'd... The house red. <laughs> um, yeah, so he draws two of the IPAs from a cask, and he sort of, like, ducks under the bar and comes out with, like, a dusty wine bottle and sort of, like, you know, 
dust goes everywhere off the top of it, and he uh, uncorks it and pours a glass for you and slides them across. Uh, that'll be uh, 15 copper, or one silver, five copper. Yep. Yep, I got that. I, I throw it out, yeah. I, was, yeah. I can throw down the money, because I have the group money. Sweet. Awesome. That sounds good. I, I I do that. Then in that case, I do that thing where I like grab my purse, and then I see that uh that the Fletcher's going for his purse, and so I'm, oh, all right, cool. Like I, I was gonna cover it, but it's fine. Awesome. All right. Uh, are you? What are you doing now that you've got drinks? Uh, can we just wait here for Thornburg? Are you? You're gonna wait at the bar? Yeah. Is that all right? Uh, are you, oh, you're asking the bartender? Uh, this was me, the DM, asking like if you were waiting at the bar or like getting a table or something. But like, there's there are seats at the bar, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't like wade into the crowd just just to, so there's no opportunities. Like we can just be up here at the bar. I assume I assume he'll be quick, right? We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> uh, are you drinking while you wait, or are you just hanging out? Yeah, definitely. I I took a, a big old sip off the top of my beer. Awesome. Fortitude save. Yeah. I sip my wine and assume that it has basically become, like, vinegar. Um, Not that it's become vinegar, but it was watered down, you think, with seawater? Before it was bottled? Uh, it's like a goza. I mean, it was, it, was a, like a, it was a partial bottle, right? Like, it's not like, you know, he uncorked a brand new bottle for you. You asked for the house red, and he pulled up the red that they've been using. Yeah. Red, that's their house red. A random red wine diluted with seawater. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I take uh, a sip and I'm like, ah, oh, and I just like put it down on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> Act like I'm still interested in it, but I'm going to leave without drinking it. Solid. I take like a, a sniff and then like a small sip of the IPA. Okay. Uh, Fortitude save. I get a 14. Cool. Awesome. Love that for you. <laughs> Oh my god, two? How many channel points do you have, my dude? Um, oh man. Alright. What'd you get? Uh, I, it like skidded and kept getting lower as it went. Uh, that's still an 18 though, because my fourth save oh. is plus one. Alright, uh, Nadia, it's uh, kind of sour, um, a little bitter, uh, it's bubbly, but I mean, it's fine, I guess. Uh, Cedric. It tastes like grass uh cedric <laughs> like, your face is gone numb there you go. the yeah, i in ipa stands for illithid uh your face is gone numb <laughs> uh, it, yeah it's supposed, it's supposed to do that it's supposed to taste like that <laughs> i was so i've been waiting for somebody to order that one um <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah not long after you've you know gotten your drinks and started drinking um the person that the the bartender had whistled to um, sort of, like, reappears and sort of, like, you know, does, like, the chin jet to the bartender and he sort of points at the three of you. And um, you see a... Oh, man. So many tabs. Um, you see sort of a middle-aged, nondescript-looking halfling man, um, brown hair to his shoulders. Uh, he's wearing a brown vest and trousers with a shirt. Um, not, like, super high-quality fancy clothing, but, like, respectable clothing. Um, and he comes uh, walking over to you. Hello. Uh, you asked for me? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, uh, Thor Thornborough, correct? Yes. Hello. Um, I'm Briffo Thornborough. Uh, we, uh, 
we have some business uh, to deal with you. We were directed to find you by uh, Sawan. Oh, yes, perfect. Um, would you uh, like to talk out here, or would you like to go someplace a little quieter? I think I look at Cedric, and I'm like... I give you a look like, back, but my face is totally dumb, so it's just blank. <laughs> 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 and, then I, and then I shrug. <laughs> I just shake my head and I'm like, God damn it, Cedric. <laughs> um, and then, and then I'm like, okay. I think because I'm like, I don't want to talk out here where people may find out like Kay's family's business. Um, I'll be like, if we if we can step somewhere a little quieter to to discuss, that would be that would be wonderful. Of course. Uh, there's an- another room with tables um, sort of behind this one. Um, you can follow me. And he sort of wends his way back through the crowd and the tables. Um, do you follow? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. Um, so there's a secondary room, um, not quite as beat to hell as the first one. I didn't really describe it very much for Nadia here, but um, the the main bar room, the floor is real janky it's very sticky it smells like a lot of a lot of smells um in there this room is what i would expect yeah. for a dive bar exactly on wharf, yeah. basically right yep yeah, yeah. it's pretty <laughs> gross um but this uh this sort of like secondary room obviously doesn't see as much use so it's you know relatively cleaner um i mean it's still like all of this looks like it was built broken but i mean there are some tables in here still with mismatched chairs just like in the main room um and there's like one group of people at a table on one side of the room like playing cards but it's a lot quieter in here than it was in the main area um so uh, thornborough sits down at a table kind of you know opposite away from the people playing cards and says uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, you said Swan sent you. Um, what are your names? I sit down at the table and I'm like, I'm, uh, Fedric. Cedric, in case you couldn't understand him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my name's Fletcher and this is Nadia. Um, we're actually here on behalf of, uh, Jay Prowl and, and, uh, Prowl family. There's a, there's a debt uh, oh, for Hudson Green oh, to Sawan. Oh, oh, yes, that. Um, there was a whole, I'm sure Sawan filled you in, there's a whole... Yes. Um, a whole thing that happened. Yes, uh, it's... Uh, you've been gone for quite a while. We were we were gone for longer than we had intended, uh, but we, we had basically Thanks, found more we needed to tend to while we were out, and it delayed us. I see. Um, I... We were under the impression that perhaps you had met some terrible end uh, on your journey, but uh, it's nice to see that that is not the case. Um, So, yes, you were the signatories on uh, the contract, and um, you're here with, uh, I I assume, a delivery? Uh, Yes, and I pull out the bird I have, um, and and then I guess just gesture to the two of them to get out their stuff. All right, um, so he takes a look at all of the stuff, um, sort of inspects. Three birds, as previously discussed, and 42 red feathers. 42 red feathers, mm-hmm. okay. No, I think 44. Oh, that's right, because there's the two that got... That he fixed. Mended? Yep. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, 44 and a half. <clears throat> right. 
Okay. Um, yeah, so he takes a look at everything, like, you know, um, sort of, like, fans all the feathers out on the table to take a look at them, like, looks at the birds, notices the holes in the one, um, and sort of, like, takes a minute just to look at everything. Are you guys doing anything while he looks, or are you just waiting? I'm keeping my head on a swivel. Like, not super obviously, but just kind of... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Watching the doorway we came through, making sure everything's okay where we are so we can get out. Yeah. I mean, so if you're doing that, like, you notice the the people playing cards are playing cards. Um, You can hear and see, because there's, like, a door on this room. Like, you can hear and see people walking back and forth in the hall. Because, again, it's a pub. It's got multiple rooms for, you know, like, like rooms to rent like a hotel as well so like there's a lot of lot of stuff going on especially because it's mm-hmm. evening and it's also i believe the equivalent of saturday anyway um yeah <laughs> so that's that's what all is happening um while he inspects what you've brought um and then eventually he's like oh well these are indeed um the red parrots that we were asking for and um, they're very interesting looking a very beautiful red um so for uh this one, and he sort of like puts like one finger on the parrot that has some holes in it. Uh, and he's like, uh, for this one, I would be happy to offer um, 35 gold off of the debt. Um, and for these two, I would be happy to offer 45 each. Is that acceptable to you? What's our total debt? 28,000. Hmm. Is there any uh, the the feathers? Is there any value to the feathers, or are you looking for just the birds? Oh yes, no. Th- there's um, absolutely value to the feathers. Um, I would be happy to give you four silver apiece for the feathers. Um, they're absolutely useful. Hmm. I feel like this was uh, perhaps not the best use of our time to pay down this debt. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing you have perhaps other other things we can do to pay down the debt that maybe would yield more money off of the debt. Um, from what we saw in the jungle, there's probably not enough birds in the jungle to pay off the debt at that rate. No, that's very astute of you. Um, since this was your first um, outing, I suppose um, it was kind of a test. Um, so. As new employees, we'd like to give everyone sort of something easy to start with to just to see how you do. Um, you didn't do it very fast, um, but you did deliver what we asked for. Um, so uh, if you want to keep paying off your debt, I do have other things that I would love for you to fetch. Um, but you c- kind of need to do it a little faster in the future. Um you know, because otherwise there could be consequences, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, uh, maybe maybe faster in the future would be good. But, um, yes, I do have other things that I can uh, ask you to bring. That real casual threat he just threw out there. <laughs> hey, Cheryl, mm-hmm. uh, looking at this guy as he threatens us, <laughs> do yeah. I get a sense of, like, how tough does he look? Like... Do I find him intimidating? I mean, I described him for you. Are you trying to do, like, a sense motive, or are you just, like, physical I description? Wanna, like, 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 I want to know if I could take him in a fight or not. 
Oh, I mean, he's a halfling, so he's, you know, maybe a little bit shorter than you. Seems very mild-mannered. Um, like, he's wearing clothes that don't hide anything, so it's not like he's, like, built and, you know, hiding under a baggy shirt or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Um, yeah, it, yes, if there, if there are higher-yielding tasks we can take on now, I think, I think we'd, that would certainly be of interest to us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my sources tell me that there's a volcano on this continent. Would you know anything about that? Yes. Yes? Oh, well then... We've we've seen it from very far away. Oh, well, it's nice to hear. <laughs> well, one of us... <laughs> I, I look at the audience and I'm like, <laughs> one of us has at least. <laughs> I think, like, when you indicate her, that's the first time that he really, like, registers her because she hasn't said anything. And, like, uh... Are you uh, a friend of theirs? I'm sorry, why we didn't meet before. Yes. Oh, um, it's <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, in any mm-hmm. case, yes. Um, if the story is true that there is in fact a volcano on this continent, um, we could be really lucky. Maybe there are fire bats there. Um, fire bats are really, really valuable. So if you could bring me some of those, he looks down at the bird with the holes in it again. Uh more intact is good um i would be very happy to give you um good value for those i think probably the mistake we made during this arrangement was not clarifying what good value is so if you could be very specific about what good value might mean that would probably be helpful oh of course i mean as you probably expect um i'm don't mean to presume but i'm sure that you are uh, a person who knows quite a bit about the value of certain materials um things do vary a bit in their worth based on their condition and other factors including market pressures um but the fire bats are worth quite a bit more than these birds if we are able to obtain them and you want whole bats completely unharmed or are you looking for their wings their oh, teeth you know the whole body um and uh, uh, dead please because they're very dangerous alive so i've heard um so what? how much does nadia know about fire bats can i, can I... um can I... lots of those on the elemental plane of water i was gonna say you got like a knowledge planes for me <laughs> or knowledge arcana yeah. that's why i was just like is that something i would know anything at all about yeah, I was planning on processing this more afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I got so I got that knowledge checks. planes. Yeah. The, the, the and knowledge arcana. Would, the thing that she would pipe up with then would be Well, like if we did this, it would take even longer. Mm. So mm-hmm. cuz it's really far away. It's a lot farther than we went. That's absolutely true. Um if uh you are looking for um a solution to the distance and time problem. Uh, I have an offer. Um, so, what would that be? Well, so this is I'm actually pretty proud of this. It's a very rare item, um, but I do have in my possession a special. Um, are you familiar with uh, a bag of holding? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I have a special bag of holding. Um, it actually. Uh, 
it's 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 a small one um but when you speak a magic phrase the contents of the bag will be magically teleported to its partner so i could give you that bag and then keep its partner in my possession and you could just put in goods as you collect them and speak the magic phrase and then they would be magically te teleported here without you having to journey back and forth as often that's very convenient I guess yeah i think we'd there. be interested in that and and the use of that would what increase our debt by how much uh you are very astute friend um yes by another 2500 gold but that is the market value of a regular bag of holding and this one is special and you could use this as a bag of holding for whatever you wished um as long as you you know don't make a mistake and teleport your own uh belongings back to me i suppose that would be rather unfortunate but you know you have use of a bag of holding uh while you are out on your adventures uh you said it's small. Is it still hold the same amount as a normal bag of holding? Uh, yes. Yeah, so the smallest size uh, bag of holding holds uh, up to 250 pounds. So this would hold that much mm -hmm. and in addition also teleport? Correct. What is, what, what is the current rate that you'd be paying for one of these bats? Uh, the bats? Um, if it was in pristine condition, I think I would be happy to pay or take off of the debt um, somewhere in the um, range of 80 to 100 gold per. The uh, particular um, internal uh, systems of the fire bats and the way they propel themselves are rather interesting and there are lots of people who are uh, interested in um, trying to use those components um, to make uh, all manner of magical items and uh, clockwork things, so. If there, do you have um? Is this your only job you have available? Or are there other, you currently have other tasks that we may be able to take on or, or perhaps be accomplishing more than one thing at a time when we head out, you know, risking our lives to send you these things that you want. Absolutely, yes. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't adventure out into the continent myself. Of course, I don't think I'd be very good at that. But, um, I mean, as my uh, sources let me know that there are valuable things out there, I can certainly um, put messages in the bag and send them to you. Um, also, I'm always in the market for things like precious metals, gems, and stones, or anything else interesting or unique. Um, I have buyers all over the world who are collectors of interesting things. So uh, if you found rare plants or animals, anything you thought could be useful to someone in some way, um, I would be happy to see them and, you know, uh, incorporate them into you paying off the debt. Um, also, if you uh, encounter things like that and you wanted to uh, inquire as to their potential value, you could, of course, put a note for me in the bag and send it to me and I'd be able to um, figure out what it might be worth. Did you send us stuff back? Uh, yes. They are partnered. Interesting. Do you, ha do you have it with you? Can I see how it works? Uh, I'm. It's in my room, but yes, I could go get it if you wanted a demonstration. But, yeah, I'm very interested in how it works. Of course. Um, and he leaves you with the birds and the feathers and things on the table and heads back to his room, so he's gone for a moment. I'm... Would we take this time to quickly discuss? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that still does not sound like a lot of money for it something sound, he said no. is incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I feel like between Nadia, I can't remember how much we filled you in on, but basically these people uh, concocted a scheme, and then mm -hmm. in exchange yeah, for right, but in exchange for not doing bad things, 
they're blackmailing us. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, between paying off the debt and killing these people, I want to kill them. They're bad people. They deserve to die. Well, at the moment, he's offering us a magic bag that lets us send rare and potentially dangerous things right back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that your mind went to the same place that my mind went to. Uh, perhaps the bats quite aren't so dead when we send them to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and perhaps they come through with a couple of explosive really things. We could send them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we also don't know how many people are actually in this group that That's... work for Sawan, and we could end up with many, many, many people after us on the lookout, potentially not able to even come back into this town and oh, perhaps not even be able to leave consider. if they have mm-hmm. infiltrated uh, the fort or the navy. I mean, I don't think trying to take these guys on directly sounds like a good idea. No. And I don't think killing this guy is going to accomplish anything. Mm-mm. No. No, it'll just make someone else... Someone like that... No. But no. I think... Clearly a, a middle manager. Right. He's, but I think our end goal shouldn't... He's heat that aren't him. But I think our end goal is not paying off this debt. Well, we'll see. But are you guys so... If we're not going to pay it off, are you guys okay with uh, taking on a little bit more? You know, certainly make that part of it a lot easier, you know? Maybe we could ask him to send notes back to case. <laughs> well, if we... But if, <laughs> Cedric, sure. if we take that, and if we take the bag and never pay anything off, and we have the bag with us, they have the other bag and can send just as horrible things to us in our sleep, and they make us blow up, and et cetera, et cetera. True. Well, you can lose the bag. I think we stay on their good side as long as we can, right? Who accept this job? I think we accept the job, but we'll need to talk to Kay before we decide whether or not we're going to... Nadia, you can see Thornborough is rounding the corner. Comes. We should definitely check in with Kay first. Mm-hmm. All right, um, so... I will put um, one of the birds into this bag, and um, you can hold this one. Um, so I'll he hands <laughs> Cedric um, one of these tubes that just looks like a bag. Not even that big. Um, and then he uh, puts the bird in the bag, and he holds it closed and says, Make a trade. Um, and then sort of, like, nods to you. And if you open the bag, the bird is now in that bag. I pulled the bird out. See? Isn't Does that wonderful? Okay? It looks insanely. Cheryl. Mm. What do I have any a sense of the idea of the the value of a two hundred fifty pound the small bag of holding? Like he said, this is market value, but do I know if it is market value? Uh, praise check. How much extra was it? Did you say? Two thousand. He said it was the same nineteen. Uh, yeah. So a two hundred and fifty pound bag of holding, like brand new, unused, whatever. Normally, a normal one goes for 2500 This one is special. I'm not going to lie. Having carried those tents for two months, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I put the bird back in the bag and say, make a trade. All right, and then he, see if it works back he opens way. his and pulls the bird out. <laughs> Isn't that great. nice? That's great. I think add it to our tab. Of course, yes. Um, and you were happy with the values of the birds and the feathers that I gave you? I don't know that happy is the word that I would use, but I guess we'll take it. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, 
Well, there you are. You have your uh, bag out of the parrot set, and I will take these things. He sort of starts, you know, putting the birds and the feathers in the bag of holding that he has so he can take it back to his room. Is there anything else um, I can do for you all this evening? Any more questions about um, things you could send us or uh, anything like that? Uh, if, if you don't have any other uh, items or, or jobs at, at the moment, we'd, you know, just be sure to send us uh, a note whenever something comes along and we can be keeping our eyes out for I absolutely will. Yes. Well, in that case, um, I'm, I'll take these back to my room and get them ready for shipment, but um, have a good evening. Thank you so much for stopping by. And he gets up and sort of nods to all of you and leaves. All right, let's get out of here. Let's go back to the yeah. Mark Bird. Yeah, we should probably wait. Yeah, we'll talk at the Mark Bird. As soon as we're outside, I sort of hold the bag out at arm's length like it smells bad. <laughs> oh. Mm? Can he? Mm? Fletcher? What, what? What is Nadia asking? I, I think um, we're wondering if perhaps it has any alternate functions. Perhaps undisclosed alternate functions. Mm. Well, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> to do that is the spell that we've never, like, had the components or whatever to be able to do. That's, like, ident identify, I think, um, that we have lots of stuff we want to do that with. So if we if we can, while we're in town, if we can locate a place to get that service done or can track down the components that I would be able to do it, we could work on that. But otherwise, currently, you know, all I'd currently all I'd be able to do is like detect magic. We already know it's magical. I might I might be able to detect other kinds of auras. Like if there's a different, like if there's some kind some like other sinister, you know, like necromantic energy about it or something. But we'd really need to be doing uh, identify to really learn about its other. If there's other functions to it. Seems like a good plan for tomorrow. And I think, and I and I and I think I, I take the bag and like I take it from Nadia and I think I shove it down like in the bottom of my bag mm -hmm. and put things on top of it. And I'm also like, and until we do that, I think we want to keep it also sort of packed away from us because we don't know if it can potentially spy on us in some way, listen to us, transfer things. Uh, That's what I was thinking. So we probably want to be careful about it until we really know i'm glad we're on the same page all right um so you are going where mark bird okay um so while yeah. you do that let's swap back over to Kay because she's been sitting very quietly um cedric your face yep. is still numb and will be until an hour after you drank your illithid pale ale and i said um, everything i said i said with yep. a funny voice yep. um but Kay, um <laughs> so you and your mom walk home and i'm assuming you're just Filling her in, as you do. Um, so when you get home, um, like you, the door goes into the kitchen. So you see that there are several baskets and trays on the table and counters covered in various cloths and towels. And a lot of these dishes and cloths on first glance, like you're like, we don't own those, do we? Are those new? Uh, in a sense, um, they were brought by... Um, friends and neighbors um, as sort of care packages, I guess. 
But there's lots of food are you, if you're hungry. Are you, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I'm much better now. Okay. Sure. I I mean, I could definitely eat something that's like, you know, not rat. <laughs> yeah, like our like dwarf friend, he like totally loved rat. And then he like made all this weird jerky out of some weird antelope thing that we hunted. And then all of a sudden he had a situation. And like, as you talk, she stomach. is putting things on a plate and putting that plate in uh, like in the oven to heat up food and just like she's listening, but she's just like moving. And it is a heaping plate like, of food. There's like this weird beef jerky, antelope jerky stuff. And it was like disgusting. You couldn't even chew through it. I was like. <laughs> so it'll be nice to have like some real food, like not cooked over a fire. And not that I like wasn't previously alive like 30 seconds ago. Um, as you are doing all of this, you hear um, footsteps coming down the hall and around the corner skid Z and Evie. And they oh just sort of, like, God. stop and, like, Kay! Hi! How are you guys? She, like, pulls them into, like, a big I was going to say, they're, like, and... one on either side of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, like, kneels down to be, I mean, it's been so long. I'm so sorry, but how's it been? Z looks up at you and, like, Mom thought you were dead. I mean, that is a very fair assumption to be, to, I mean, I was only supposed to be gone for a week, but I didn't know. Like, the world is really big outside of the town. You went on adventures? Yeah. Like those books I'm always reading? I actually did one. Oh, my gosh. And, like, Evie's just kind of like, see, she's okay. Like... (laughs) But the river's all good now. Did you guys notice? Have you been catching any more fish? Mom, have you been selling any more fish? The river's okay now. And she, like, turns around and, like, uh, yes, um, we had noticed, I think, it, word started to spread through the town that things were getting better after they had been getting worse. So, uh, you did wonderfully. If Well, I mean, like, we, we tried really hard. I don't think I actually told you what happened. Oh, my God, Mom, this was so cool. So, like, when we got, there was, like, the, there was, like this evil dwarf who was mining, right? And then Fletcher, the wizard one, he like said some cool stuff and then a lightning bolt came out of his staff. I thought that was only in the books. And then it completely melted the entire inside of the mine. So the gross stuff that the dwarf was using like couldn't leak into the water anymore. And it was like really far away. That's why it took us so long to get there and then like find it, of course, and then also get back. As you finish that and sort of turn your head, your father is standing in the doorway. He, like, just got back from the general store. And he just sort of, like, smiles and says, well, hey. Hey! (laughs) You didn't think I was dead, did you? You knew that I could do it. He's got that, like, you know, your father's a fairly quiet person, but he has, like, this sparkle in his eyes. He looks over at your mom and, like, I had faith in you. You're a pretty capable kid. Yeah, see? And I had, like, really capable friends. They really took care of me. I mean, we all kind of took care of each other, I guess. Um, So they are, we can either just sort of say, oh, you had a nice evening with Mm -hmm. your family at home, or if there's anything specific you'd like to say or do. We had a nice evening, and Kay is You have lots of, your mom pushes so much food on you. And there's like everything, like, like, yeah, the friends and neighbors, like there's like chicken and rolls and cobbler and, you know, vegetables prepared a whole bunch of different ways. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff. 
Kay is like pulling stuff out of her bag and being like, look at this shiny rock we found. Oh yeah, I found this javelin this one time and it was like so sparkly, fell out of the ground and then like I threw it at this huge tentacle monster thing that was like throwing out the rock and it exploded into lightning. Can you believe that? Z keeps like, he's like eating and then you will get to a part in the story and his mouth will just like stay open with food like falling out of it. He's just enraptured by the story you're telling. <laughs> Who has the selfie picture? That's a good question. Those I those are all in my own my notebook. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I create those on pages in my in my book. I can create it on any paper, but they're just always in, in my notebook so far. Well, it has to be the, the special wizard notebook mm-hmm. paper, but yes. Like you could do loose leaf of it, yeah. Yeah. And we like got up to this top of this volcano and or like this giant mountain and like we see like everything and then like Fletcher has this amazing ability. He like he like took a picture of us all from his mind and put it on a piece of paper. You guys have to see it. It's so cool. You won't believe how far we got. <laughs> and she's like, and then we found this cool rock. It like plops <laughs> on the table. <laughs> so many cool rocks. Amazing. <laughs> So you finish dinner and hang out with your family and I assume eventually go to bed. You probably mm-hmm. worn yourself out and boy, isn't it nice to slip off your Sleep adventuring clothes and like put on some fresh new jammies and crawl into your bed. <laughs> your room is exactly how you left it. So question. Yeah. In all of your storytelling, do you mention the deaths? Oh. No. And I also don't mention the temples. Excellent. Oh. Do you mention fighting at all or killing other yeah things, like or? it like briefly she'll be like oh my god there's this boat and it was like actually not a boat that's the thing that it is rude to you about anyway we totally killed it, it was so fine and easy <laughs> so fine and easy we did have this rolling show, like, a roll on that <laughs> i just critted <laughs> amazing <laughs> It was really, you know, this kind of stuff, they were like, so right after we came out of the mine, there were like these big camels and they were like drooling and looked kind of weird. I tried to ride one, but it threw me off and those were really hard. That did like a weird thing to us, but it's okay. Cause like Cedric can like, I don't know, do something with some magic silver dust and then like cure dust. So it was like totally fine. It's like no big deal. Everybody loves a recap episode. Um, so yeah, so you've snuggled down in your sheets and blown out your candle, and like just as you're like starting to close your eyes, you hear this like tapping on your window. Sounds like a handful of pebbles. Uh, Kay like runs over. She just like assumes that it's Azzy, I guess, and opens the door or opens the window. Yeah, and he's like uh, already starting to like climb mm-hmm. up the side of the building towards you. Oh my god, Azzy, you have no idea. Oh Look at this my cool god. rock we found. It was, <laughs> that's what you lead with? <laughs> She's kind of tired. He's just like climbing up towards you, like, oh my god, it's true. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi! I like I did the thing. He just like clambers in the window, like you you're actually back. What? Yeah. I know we went so far. We went top of like a mountain and we met a mushroom with different fingers on different hands. It was crazy. 
Where did you, I, wow, like people all over the town were saying that you'd been like kidnapped by those guys you were hanging out with. Like there was stories of, they were like taking you into the wilderness for some sort of like pagan sacrifice or to <laughs> sell oh in exchange have... for resources or something. I don't know, it was crazy. Oh my God, oh I would have to God. tell Cedric. Like It was <laughs> wild. I'm so glad you're okay. She does tell him about the temples. Oh, she's like, guess what I found out. You can't what? tell my parents though. What? I'm like, I'm like a celestial. Do you know what that means? What? It's like, it's like some crazy God people that no like, way. but we found all these temples and I'm the only one that can activate them and like talk to them. And like, so you're like, I'm a, like, like a God. I mean, I don't think I'm a God. I mean, the fate of humanity is doomed if I'm the God that they send. I mean, not arguing, but like, whoa. <laughs> But you know that you know that like symbol on the back of my shoulder? Yeah. We went into these temples and there's those symbols on the floor. And if you stand at different pedestals and you like fill the troughs up with like random stuff, we get like we feel like whoosh, you know? Like Wow. That's that's kind of cool. We're like I don't know, like kinda all like opposites. That's wild. I love that. Yeah. Um man. I'm just so glad you're safe. I was real worried. Like your mom yeah. was real worried. Your dad, I mean, like he I thought doesn't... she was going to kill me. I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, wow. Oh, man, I don't even know what to say. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they, they, they've been having a rough time anyway. Like, you know, you you went missing and then their store got robbed and whatever. So it's just like, it's Wait, been a whole thing. So I'm glad you're robbed? Back. Yeah. What? They didn't tell me about that. I was just too busy talking about myself, I guess. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't they tell Gross. me? I mean, probably because they were, like, really happy to see you. Oh, man. What got stolen? From whom? I don't know. But, like, yeah, the, the store got robbed. I don't know. I hear lots of stuff out on the street. But, like, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's been, I mean, it's, it's been a while and, and, and lots of stuff has happened. But, wow, i so glad you're safe. Everything's cool? Yeah. You're okay? Yeah. Yeah, everything's cool. Yeah. And, like, and you're, good. like, and you're, like, part God? That's wild. I mean, I don't think I'm part God, but, like... Uh, okay, can I tell you this one thing? You can't tell my mom, though. You can't tell anyone in my family. So, like, Cedric, the little dwarf guy who went with us, yeah. he, he like, so when we went to fight, she, like, recaps, like, what happened in the mind. And then he died. And then we, like, went into this other temple, and I was the only one who could activate the door, and we brought him back from the dead. You what? But, like, I was the only one that could talk and, like, activate the door. And then we, like, thought about him and, like, remembered cool things he said and, like, brought him back to the other side. And he was, like, he was dead for, like, three days. Like, smelly dead. And then we just brought, but then I casually mentioned that to someone because I didn't realize it was weird, right? And they're like, no one's brought anyone back from the dead since the loss. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, maybe people do, but that's, like, really, like, mostly just a story now. Like, that's really powerful magic. What? And I activated it. He just kind of like reaches out and just like kind of like touch like runs his fingers down your arm a little bit. He's like, "Whoa, I'm friends with a god." I mean, whoa, hold on. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk with him about, or you just chit chat? No, just chit chat after like the whole temple thing. She like will like briefly mention Lucanus and like his sacrifice and. Yeah. All right, we'll cut back to the group headed to the marked bird. Um, it's 
kind of late at night now, um, but you head back to the familiar tavern with the bird-shaped sign above the door and stroll on in, and there's some people having dinner in there. Um, you know, it's much less raucous or busy than um, the uh, Lux Rum was, but, you know, there's a dinner crowd in there, people sitting at the bar, people sitting at tables, and Leon is, of course, behind the bar, because that's where he is. He runs this place pretty much by himself. So, yeah. Uh, do, do you guys want to just turn in for the night? It's getting... I, it's pretty late. We could all probably use some uh, bathing and sleeping. Yep, yep. I, that's what I want. I want a beer that doesn't make my face numb and a bath. <laughs> probably at the same time. So... <laughs> Sounds like a, a beer bath. Yes, <laughs> awesome. Do you yell his name? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you yell his name as the as you open the door and step in, and he sort of like his head like snaps up from whatever he was doing at the bar, and he's just like, "Oh, uh, it is, we're back. It is you. Yes. Uh, I heard something about that. Uh, hello. Hey, we're not dead. Uh, Kay's not dead." This is our friend Nadia. Hello. We want rooms. All right. And beers. Uh, I can do that. That for you? Yes. Uh, a room is five silver a night. Um, I. How many rooms would you like? Three. All right. (laughs) Um. Richard, I've been sharing a chip for the last two months. I want a room to myself. Uh, all right, and he reaches down under the counter and starts getting out his book with the keys and stuff. And uh, you wanted drinks. Um, do you also want food or? Yes, three beds, three baths, three beers. Uh, all right. Um, so or he... whatever they want to drink. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, gets uh, the keys out for you and sort of slides them across the bar and then, you know, goes in the kitchen, fixes up plates, and brings them out. Are you sitting at the bar or at a table or taking the food to your room? Yeah, a table. I, yeah, a table. Yeah. Okay. Just eat, drink, mm-hmm. probably eat a second plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all good. Lots of delicious vegetables. He yeah. does. He does sort of like you can you see him like clock as he like walks past you know because he's going around doing all sorts of things for people. You can see that him clock that you're not eating the meat portion of your plate, Cedric, and then he just like keeps going. Oh, uh, I would definitely be like, if you're not gonna eat that, <laughs> oh yeah, it's all you. I like I like pick up my plate and like scrape it under your plate. <laughs> Amazing. Um. <laughs> waste i mean yeah yeah Yeah. anything else you just eating and then heading to bed yeah Uh, i think so bath bath yeah top of my list Mm -hmm. is there are there baths like is there are there multiple baths or um so like there is like he does have a bathing tub. Um, it's something that like it has to be drawn up because it's not you know in this time time period mm-hmm. slash aesthetic. Um, people don't like submerge themselves in water for a bath every day kind of thing. So like normally you do like spongy bath things in a little 
a pan of water. Um, but yeah, you can request a bath be drawn. It's a little bit extra money, like probably another silver, but that can be done. I feel like uh, Cedric and Fletcher Rochambeau for who gets to go first. <laughs> I, I I can go second. I don't care. <laughs> you want to bathe in Cedric's bath water? <laughs> I'm assuming I'm paying for a new bath. Oh, you can? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The amount of Cedric that would be in that bath water is unacceptable. <laughs> It's been two months. <laughs> I mean, you've, as you've informed me, you have been wet in the interim. You got bathed in the temple, I was told, and, you know, so. It's not all two months of grime, but yeah. 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 You have baths. You have beds. Nadia, how do you feel about this room to yourself? I feel like they might have to teach you how to use the key and the lock, maybe? I don't know if that's a thing that you know how to do. You can tell me. Uh... Yeah, I don't feel like a lot of other places had... Because, like, they didn't... None of the other sort of cultures around had, like, really, like, set structures, except maybe the Murrayan. Yeah, only so, only yeah, some there's... have built structures, yeah. Everything is too big. Everything is way overbuilt. There's just so much weird shit. So, at some point, like, she... Yeah, so, like, she, like, gets into the room and, like, figures out the lock and, like, gets inside and there's a little bit of just sort of sitting and staring at the giantness of it all and sort of curling up in the bed kind of weirdly and if it's not comfortable enough, she will figure out a way to rig up the hammock. I was gonna ask, like, do you, like, turn down the covers and, like, get in between the sheets? Are you just, like, curling up on top? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there might be sort of a, like, pull the, like, pull the top layer blanket off at least and sort of, sort of nest in it maybe, but then just, yeah, because just everything's so weird and un, un, unfamiliar, I think it, finally she, like, pulls the bed over close enough to something else solid that she can, like, rig up the hammock and just sleep in that. Okay, yeah, I mean, there's, like, a table of sorts in the room and yeah. the bed, so you could probably, I mean, it's not, this... like, nearly as sturdy as trees, but you could do that. Yeah. yeah, this whole day has been so much, and she's been a pretty good sport about it, but at this point, she's just, like, <laughs> you got a magic bag from a weird guy, and, like, Kay's mom didn't kill her, so that was good, but, oh my god, everything is, this place is exactly as much of a nightmare as it looked like from the outside, and now she's in it. And everyone's been looking at her weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, you're within these walls, like... I mean, mm -hmm. you, you've slept in inside walls at, like, you know, the temple by the Raptorans and stuff like that, but, like, this is, I don't know. This is this room Because, like, those were, like, stone. They were, like, carved out of the mountain, mm -hmm. and the Murium, like, you know, their things were sort of built into the ground, and everyone else was, like, tents. Yeah. So this is... And this is a room all to yourself, and, like, there's certainly noise in the city, and there's lots of different noises but like somehow it feels like like weirdly quieter than the jungle or it's just so different like all of there's these none of the yeah. familiar sounds there's right. no bugs there's yeah. no rustling things and a lot of those sounds are more or less regular 
you know, they have repetition somewhere in the pattern mm-hmm. of the calls of the animals. Like, there's but... some noise outside on the street. Right. Yeah, but it'll Stomper. be, like, you know, a boom and then nothing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, the sound of a wagon, but it comes and goes and isn't regular for very long. Yeah. Is there a window? Uh, yeah, it's, um, I believe... It, there is a window. It's just, it's got wooden shutters. So, like, if you opened the shutters, it would just be an opening. Okay. How big is it? Is it, like, like, is it big enough that she could fit out it? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If we're on, the, like, the top floor, she may, like, crawl out at some point, sort of sit on the roof. Okay. Yeah, you, you can you can do that. Um. Yeah, I mean, you can fly, so just it's kinda, completely yeah, not a problem. Just kind of go up to the roof for a little bit and just, like look at the sky and breathe deep for a minute but then like ultimately go back inside to sleep i totally forgot in all of this but it's always a thing for rangers and druids what have you been doing with your bird um i thought about it earlier and then i totally forgot to say anything i think there would have been i think like when she went across the first time she would have been like stay with them Mm -hmm. and then like sort of had her follow uh, when they went over and then just sort of like, like stay outside, just be like careful. So like maybe like, so like she sort of pops the window open and sort of like sees the bird and like waves her over and like goes and, and hangs out with the bird for a little while. And then like when she goes back inside, she like leaves the window open so that bird can come in. I need to come up with a name for her. <laughs> the bird. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bird friend. Yeah, I mean, you've been interacting. We haven't been, like, officially keeping track of this, but you've been interacting with her long enough that I think you would have taught her those um, uh, tricks. Yeah, I think my main concern at this point is just sort of, like, that she be safe, Mm because this is all a lot, and these people are weirdly aggressive, so I don't want the bird getting hurt. Awesome. Yeah. Anybody else doing anything with this night, or are we ticking over to the next morning? I think I sleep great. You do. And while you sleep, you, sir, level up. Yay! Yay. Yay. I feel like Kate doesn't really sleep at all, and it's just like catching up with Azzy the Mm -hmm. entire night. Oh, yeah. He's happy to hang out. Yeah. I mean, like, every once in a while, he'll stop and sort of, like check by your door to see if there's light in the hallway kind of thing because he doesn't want your parents to catch him in there. <laughs> but, like, yeah. So is is Cedric back to level five? Mm-hmm. Is that what he's, what he's at? All right. Yay. Worked off it the death. It finally happened. The death debt. <laughs> well, sort of. But now everybody's ha- halfway through level five and I'm just getting it's, there. It's but fine. It's fine. It's... Whatever. <laughs> Hey, I'm still only three. <laughs> yes, but anyway. Um... Oh, I, I assume this is this is not World of Warcraft rules. I don't uh, regain all of my hit points when I level up, I assume. I mean, you've been hanging out we got... for... We're... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I we mean, just like... got done with a fight with a mimic That's earlier true. today, right? Um, yeah, no, you don't. So you would still be at whatever, like, your your maximum has increased, but, like, you would still be, your total would be at whatever it was at, unless you, like, used the rest of your magic that night to heal yourself or whatever. Uh, I would definitely be willing to, I would help you with that as well, because I was able to just heal by dunking myself in the river. Mm-hmm. I think I blew all of my magic healing me and Kay up to where we are now. Okay. Um, so even when my max HP increases... My current HP does not increase in proportion or like along with yeah, that. Okay. No. 
All right. Um, but you do get one hit point per level for taking a nice rest in a bed. Does that include... Do I level up at the beginning of that rest or at the end of that <laughs> yes, rest? Yes, you can have five hit points. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm at half health. <laughs> Yay! Uh, plus whatever Nadia is willing to heal me for. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how many how many what I had. How many healing spells did you have available? Yeah, you don't have I to like think... roll for everything. Yeah, four, three, and. Uh, what are you at, Cedric? Like, how much are you? I'm at sixteen. Out of. Uh, what well, was your What was your up. like before you went to sleep? Number sixteen out. Thirty three. Thirty three. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I've got. So, what I do have is I have the three magic acorns. So I uh-huh. can give you those, and those will replenish overnight, right? Yep. So that's okay. three. So that's three. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then. Uh, I think I had a Cure Light Wounds, which is just... Or no, a Cure Minor Wounds, which is just one. Okay. Um, and then uh, Cure Light Wounds, which is now 1d8 plus... Um, plus three. Back. Remember where my d8s are. Uh, so seven. Nice. Seven total? Yeah, so seven plus awesome. the three acorns. Plus the one uh, cure minor wounds. Plus yeah, one cure minor wounds. That, that so, puts me at twenty-seven. Cool. So much better. That's yeah. better. And then you'll sleep <laughs> and you. get the rest. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Having twice as many hit points and a bath, Cedric feels much better sleep sick baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Kay is still down quite a bit, huh? <laughs> but, yeah. but you had some home. And cooking. she but she is not sleeping either. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Choices. Uh, let me find my... she, she's catching up with her friend. I mean, yeah. <laughs> important stuff. Um, all right. Well, in that case, um, we can tick over to the next day. It's almost ending time. So I'm going to say let's just we'll end here and then we can start the next day fresh. That way we don't like start getting into something and then be like, oh, gosh, we've run half an hour over because we were so into RP or whatever. They made it back to the city. Finally. Yay. Yeah, finally. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I say finally like it's not my fault. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, there are consequences for not doing this faster. <laughs> yeah, like, like now I feel like from now on we're going to be like, we're going out and doing this one thing and turning around and going back, which is like so inefficient. Like, <laughs> no, that's why, that's we why have you got the bag. bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Kay is just going to just jump whatever. She's like, this rock is shiny, flop. <laughs> That's, That's one true. Way to do he it. said he'll assess the value, so we could just send him anything, and it could be it could be worth nothing. But <laughs> he'll just have a pile of crap. That is absolutely yeah. what I had in mind because I was yeah. just like, because I'm not like, just thinking oh, sending like, him back. I mean, animal poop. There's a like, part of me that desperately damn. wants to put one of those red birds alive in that bag, but also just like we can send him literal shit, like you said. Yeah. And be like, like, you send no, him, like, this is rare, valuable shit. Yeah. You send him, like, the bird or a bat, and it's, like, unconscious, so it arrives. And it looks like it's dead. And then we could be like, oh, we thought it was dead, because it arrived unconscious. Uh, <laughs> Fletcher can make an intelligence check. <laughs> I don't think alive things will survive a bag of holding. That's sort of the Yeah, that's probably true. 
I mean, if I would have just know that. I'm, yeah. I'm also I'm, not really. Probably. I'm not role playing right now. I'm just talking. No worries. Yeah, but yeah, you would you would know that like live things do not survive bags of holding. Yeah. But like some particularly weird stinky plant. <laughs> yeah. Nadia's already like going through her head of like all the stuff that's in the jungle that she can that that uh, an argument can be made for. This is rare. Also, it's gross. Oh man, you're actually being like a mischievous method. That's <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. These two methods rolled up to her and were like, "You're boring now. What happened to you?" So she's now having a little bit of a <laughs> like a identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Because that was, I don't know if you remember the first encounter with the birds on the way back when, yep. like, they finally told her what this was for, and she was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you made it home, you caught up with friends, you didn't go to jail, because you had a good didn't. plan for how to explain yourselves. <laughs> that went so much better Nadia than was I very polite. <laughs> I can take a note back. This will be fine. I was, uh, there were lots of ways it could have gone, but that was pretty good. I was, I was really half expecting mom to go off on me before we got everyone back. This good. I feel like Kay slash Nancy paints her as a lot nastier than she actually is. Yeah, no, she was just extremely, <laughs> Which, oh like, teenage girl, but, like, you know. Um, yeah. Mom is the worst, she's ruining my life! <sighs> anyway. Um... um. You you said all the plates of food on the table in the kitchen. I was just like, oh my god, did they have a funeral for her? Not exactly, but it was kind of like a yeah. you know, <laughs> family, like a meal train. Families in crisis receive like, food from other families. Yeah, That's yeah, a thing. No, yeah. I just I just had a moment of like, wait, is this just your daughter's missing food? Or I should have made them have a, a memorial service. I should have. That would have been hilarious. Um. Anyway. <laughs> So thank you for hanging out in the chat. Um, I promise I'll use the wild magic surges next time. I just wanted to get them back into the city this time without too many added complications. <laughs> you know, I may have been trying to um, think of a reason to cast a spell while we were in the room with cool. Badman. Awesome. Just to make one of those uh, go off. Badman? He's nice. He didn't do anything mean to you. He was very sketchy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Those birds are worth more. Oh, Being man. friendly does not mean he's good. Mm, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> in any case, yeah, thanks for hanging out in the chat. Thanks for redeeming your channel points so that we can have chaos next time. Um, mm -hmm. Next time will be... Wild Magic in Town. That'll be great. <clears throat> yeah. Next time will be uh, February 27th. So the oh, last Sunday of this month is when we'll be back. You can catch us here again. Um, in the interim... Uh, we have um, a one-shot next Sunday, which is going to be super cool. Um, uh, two familiar faces, um, plus two new faces um, in that uh, one-shot. And then the week after that will be another nature chat. And then we'll be back with more Arda. So all kinds of good stuff here on Sundays. Please come and hang out and talk about science with us. It's what we like to do. Yeah, other than that, anybody else? Oh, there's... Uh, hmm. Stay tuned uh, to Nancy's and my social media, like, in a month or two. We've got something brewing. It's wild. It's going to be a good time. Um, but, yeah, other than that, anybody else got anything? Nope. Nope. Then, nope. then we're going we're gonna to be done for now, and we'll pick it up at the end of the month. Thank you so much, and we'll see you all later. Bye. See you next time.